0: Tuesday, May 16th, a day that Marvel will probably refer to from now on as 516. (laughs) May 16th (laughs) is the day that it was a day like unlike any other, quite frankly. It was a regular day. And then on social media, it started to be revealed that something major from Amazing Spider-Man number 26, got uh, got spoiled. And this rumor got bigger and bigger. All of a sudden, seemed like everybody knew that the big reveal, the thing that we've all been waiting for, essentially for 25 issues prior, was now out in the wild a full two weeks before release. And the internet went ablaze. I tried my damnedest to avoid this spoiler. I was spoiled by one of you. (laughs) I was spoiled by somebody who jumped into our YouTube uh, messages, our YouTube comments. He he went into (laughs) an
1: older video too. He like found videos like one of the last time they talked about Spider-Man.
0: Here we go. Yeah. Awful. Not that. It was like, you know, from like uh, uh, within the last month, I think. But like you know why why do that but it frankly didn't matter it didn't matter that i got spoiled by this kid on youtube because eventually about midway through the day marvel themselves spoiled the outcome of amazing spider-man number 26 in conjunction with an entertainment weekly in which they put out a statement uh revealing the identity of the or the event that would take place. Um, and then after that, they tweeted out a comic book surrounding this event that will take place and expands on that event after Amazing Spider-Man number twenty-six with an Entertainment Weekly uh, article. <laughs> yeah, yeah, uh, with with a really you know really yeah. nice cover, a beautiful cover that completely spoils all the shock and surprise. Yeah. And guess what, guys? I hate spoilers.
1: <laughs> I was playing, once this started happening in the Discord, once, uh, I think it was like Manny said, like, oh, Amazing Spider-Man spoilers are out. And I'm like, wait, first of all, 26 has not come out for two weeks. What the hell? Right. Second of all, I'm like, all right, I'm going to spoil it for myself so I know how to moderate this Discord discussion right now. <laughs> um. So I'm like, all right, well, then people are being a little too vague. Uh, I don't know. And I'm like trying to play damage control. Meanwhile, Marvel's just like, no, here it is. Here it is.
0: Shocking. Shocking. Flo Dameron. Good morning to everyone except Marvel. You know what? I agree. <laughs> I sure do agree. This situation. And 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 we're gonna talk about it all. We're gonna talk about it all. Spoilers? Full yes. Nobody spoiler in the chat
1: spoiler. mentioned spoilers until we do the spoiler alert. Yeah, please. Feel Let's, free after that.
0: Yeah. We'll we'll certainly get to it. Um, and if you don't want to know what it is that happened, you have to leave. Uh I hate to say that. Get out. You don't have to go home, but you gotta get the hell out of here because we are going to be talking about it, and I would hate to be responsible for spoiling anybody's good time. Um, although I don't see how you're gonna have a good time with this comic book, uh, given what's gonna what takes place. Um and so between the spoiler itself the fact that there was a leak and then marvel leaning directly into that leak and putting it on main uh it created a firestorm frankly on the on the the deeper end than we've than we've often seen as it relates to these kinds of things um not a good week for marvel uh one Ooh. of marvel's worst weeks ever maybe I'd argue the opposite.
1: Best week? I argue this is all planned. Where's my my uh, X Files theme sound? Oh, <laughs> it's in there somewhere.
0: <laughs> Where's my tinfoil hat? We're we're gonna we're gonna deal with that. We're gonna deal with that, Tyler. Because if that's how you feel, then I have words I have words for that <laughs> as well. Okay. All right. All right. So look, there is no way we can continue this conversation without getting into spoilers at this point. Oh, in, in that case, thanks
2: everybody. This has been great. <laughs> I'm <Marco> sure there's <laughs> multiple alerts on the screen.
0: <laughs> Marco, do you know? Do you know the, the the spoiler?
2: I came here just to get
0: spoiled. Okay, very good. Mm-hmm. My very spoil good, boy. Yeah, it, it you know it is what it is. So uh, here we go. This is your last warning. I am reading now from the description of the incoming book that I mentioned. In the grand comics condition, I don't know why that's not tradition, but okay. Of other notable character deaths. Wait, what such was as Cap- Sorry, not inter- read that again. In the grand comics condition. I didn't write this. This is I quoted <laughs> yeah, this, is this the, but is this the it's enter- entertainment Com- quote weekly thing? Uh this is the quote that Marvel put out to Talk about the book that Got the okay. incoming book all right, good. Uh, I'm settled. in the grand comics condition of other notable character deaths, such as Captain America, Doctor Strange, and the original Captain Marvel fallen friend. The death of Miss Marvel will be a crucial chapter in the Marvel mythos and serve as both a farewell for Miss Marvel and a glimpse of her death's impact on all of Marvel's heroes. The heart of the Marvel universe has stopped beating. Now join the other heroes of the Marvel Universe, the creators of Miss Marvel, and comic fans everywhere in honoring and remembering one of Marvel's brightest stars. So, if you don't get it clearly, in Amazing Spider-Man number twenty-six, a book about Peter Parker trying to save that—you know, this is what the book's been about—trying to save Mary Jane. From the clutches of a weird enemy that no one knows the name of. And Paul. Peter has gone to the ends of the earth. Chad Paul. He's gone to the ends of the earth to save Mary Jane. And all of the people who he's encountered in that time frame. All the people directly involved in what's been going on are safe and sound. But the character that has barely been a part of Amazing Spider-Man, not just in this run, but in any run in the history of Amazing Spider-Man, is the one that bites the bullet. Catching strays. Jeez. (laughs) That's the big idea. Can we talk about that? Can we talk about the fact that this whole thing has been built up this whole time? The most shocking event in the last sixty years of Spider Man, of fifty years of Spider Man storytelling, is the death of Miss Marvel. Yeah. Do you not see the
2: connections? No. Oh, okay. I was hoping I, I would like unlock something there. Yeah.
1: Miss Marvel, uh, Spider Man has appeared more in Miss Marvel comics than Miss Marvel has appeared in Spider Man comics. Uh, somebody on Twitter showed every single page where. Peter Parker and Miss Marvel interact in this run of, of Spider Man. Uh, it's six pages. There's twenty plus issues. Like it's 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 weird. It's
2: weird. And Miss Marvel being like such an important character of like yeah. the later 2010s. What like what's the idea behind that? She has a show, movies coming out. Like, are we drumming up fervor for she's gonna come back and oh, this is now her new series kind of thing? Like
1: I'm sure we'll get into the why in a bit. Yeah.
0: Thank you, Tyler. I appreciate your restraint. Um so before we answer that question, I do want to point out uh G. Willow Wilson is coming back Ooh. after four years away from the character. To write for this fallen friend, Death of Miss Marvel issue, Saladin Ahmed is also coming back, who wrote her as well. Um, I don't know if he was directly after G Willow Wilson, but he definitely came on. Did he write? uh, He did write the the main book. I wasn't sure if he wrote Champions. Uh, It was good. It was you know, it was it was solid. Most Uh, Marvel
1: solo books have been very good.
0: Yeah, yeah. Uh, Mark Wade wrote her in Champions though, and he will also be writing uh, this fallen friend. And then we also have. Umberto Ramos, uh, Takeshi Miyazawa, and Andrea DeVito will also contribute uh, to this issue from an art standpoint. So, you know, nothing wrong with the creative team. I mean, if you're gonna off a character, bringing back the character or the, the creators that wrote the most, uh, that makes a lot of sense. And I think I can't, I, this is off the top of my head, but I'm pretty sure some amount of these artists also drew her at some point. Yeah, I believe so. Yeah, I know at least yeah. Humberto Ramos did in Champions. Mm-hmm. Mm. Yeah, so. Uh, it comes out on July 12th, so um, a, cu- a couple of months after the character's actually yeah. offed. So the fact that they have those people writing it,
1: um, that kind of, in my opinion, feels like a, a what's the word I'm looking for? Um, uh, uh, They're okaying it, okaying what's happening, uh, yeah. which makes me mean? think about, you know, like, oh, okay, well, there's a why to all this. But I think all all that, I think the death of Miss Marvel as an idea and a reasoning is completely separate to the issue about the leaks, the spoilers, the fact that it's happening in Spider-Man. Like, I think those are,
0: are separate in my head. You're 150% right, in my opinion, as well. So let's talk about the why, then. Here's the number one thing I want to say about the why, right up front. The why has absolutely nothing to do with racism. Let's just stop that right now. Yeah, yeah. This is not a matter of racism. Yeah, They didn't kill Miss Marvel because, oh yeah, let's just kill the Muslim girl. Are there people saying that? Yes. That's a huge part of this conversation that I have seen.
1: I will say though, the optics of killing your only, uh, your most prominent Muslim teen character, not that great, not the best optics, but
0: this seems like a means to an end. It is a means yeah. to win end. And what's the end? I think the end is pretty obvious if Wait, Marco, you are. I want to know what Marco's
1: thought is. Marco, what do you think the. Sean and I are, are veteran Marvel comics people. So we smell what's cooking here.
2: I think this is going to be a resurrection and relaunch. But I think. Ooh, uh, this I think she's going to get resurrected as a mutant. One hundred percent. Oh shit, one hundred
0: percent. She's yeah. gonna yeah. be resurrected as a mutant. And wait, wait, can, gonna... can I get can yeah. I
2: get credit for that right now? Can I just like can Mar- I just be like,
0: hey Marco, good job? Marco Canlada, the superhero comics fan. You, you know why I'm not gonna give you credit for that? Because you're um, not a good friend, that's what it is. <laughs> well, that's sad that you feel that way, but um I'm not gonna give you credit because that's the most obvious fucking thing. On Earth. Wow. Um, okay. To be fair, Sean. All right. The obvious is not always obvious to Marco. <laughs> Fair enough. But there is also another reason. Mm. And I believe that the other reason is so that they can rework her power set to yeah. make it more in line with the the, show. the live action. Because yeah. Mr. Fantastic is coming. And there's no way Ooh. that they're going to have Miss Marvel and Mr. Fantastic have the same powers. Mm. Especially because she originated in the MCU first. No way. Yeah. No. Way. I mean, Miss Marvel's mm. origin, I think, Son Anima
1: the The editor uh, who worked with G. Willow Wilson on the creation of the character, um, said in an interview that like Miss Marvel was supposed to be a mutant when yeah. they first worked her, uh, yeah. but because of the Pearl Mutter stuff with Inhumans and the X Men, and not wanting the X Men to be prominent, she had to. They had to pivot to her being an Inhuman. So this this almost feels like a course correction in a in a more cosmic sense of this character.
0: One hundred percent. Miss Marvel has the unfortunate distinction of being created at a time when uh Marvel and Disney did not own Fox and therefore the relationship was bad and so they didn't want to promote new mutants and Miss Marvel was certainly created to be a mutant it's obvious you don't need to you don't need like why would they create a new character with as much upward potential as Miss Marvel and make her inhuman mm. a brand that has never had heat the most heat it had was when they created a shitty show, and made uh Medusa cut her hair. Oh yeah, Ugh. yo, that had go away. heat. yes, wow, nice.
2: Look at you. Let's yes. fuck in. It, I, it. I get it, the credit it, for the wrestling reference.
0: Yeah, that, yeah, that yeah, you that do. Good. Yes. Yeah. Uh, and so will Miss Marvel be back by November 10th when the Marvels comes out? Yes. Yep. Yes, yeah, she the will come out in July. <laughs> oh, does it? I'm sorry. It, comes, yeah. uh, I, I it was started. originally.
1: I think it got pushed up.
0: It will be released uh, it's like, in, US. in July or
1: August or something. It's like no,
0: November song. 10th. Really? Okay. All right. It's weird because Wikipedia says November 10th, but that's Wikipedia. So, yeah, yeah. Okay. Sure. Um, I, could I could be wrong. If it's if it's November, she'll be back. If yeah. it's July, she won't be back. But um, oh, no. although they could resurrect her in that very book. There's no reason and that's another thing that's weird to me about this whole thing. There's no reason for any of this. We know she's going to get resurrected. They just set up the whole answer to this problem in Avengers uh uh Inhuman or in of what was it called Judgment Avengers Day. Judgment Day. Judgment. Thank you. Judgment Day. Yeah. Um Avengers Eternals A- Avengers uh, like Axiom Judgment Day. Yeah. Right. Thank you. Remember the Eternals? No. Um <laughs> So all this for a character who is gonna be back very soon, and the roadmap is extremely obvious. Here's my problem with this. Yeah. Here's my problem with this. And and if you're if you've been waiting for me to get on my soapbox, if that's why you're here, if that's a part of why you're here, this is the moment. Because I have a problem with Marvel, and I'm a Marvel guy. You guys know it, but you want to know what I'm wearing today? I'm wearing Ooh. I'm wearing a Superman shirt today. Defected. On a day, on a day where we're doing no DC news, because I have a bone to pick. This is what Zeb Wells said two months ago. I can tease that many people will be very mad at me. I can tease that Nick Lowe told me not to do any comic conventions after this issue comes out. Damn. People will be upset. Nick's a madman, so he was completely down. I don't know how it went when he ran up the ladder, but I'm very excited for people to read issue 26. In retrospect, what the fuck was he talking about? The reason why I asked that is because this is not a ballsy move. Killing Miss Mar- Marvel's not a risk, and you know how I know that? Because they did it. It's not ballsy. Because if it was ballsy, Marvel wouldn't do it. Yeah. Marvel does not take risks. Risk of they risk. don't do that anymore. Oh, interesting. So why did they kill Miss Marvel? What is Zeb Wells talking about when he says that this was his idea that he pitched up the ladder? I know for a fact that Zeblo did not come up with the idea to kill Miss Marvel. It. No way. It, That's an editorial choice. maybe the way he did it maybe how they integrated it I can imagine that Marvel had a summit where they said okay we need to kill Ms. Marvel who's got the best pitch and Zeb Wells raised his hand because he wants that to happen in ASM I get that but killing her was not his idea there's no chance and so for, for Nick Lowe a part of the editorial circle that had this idea to say that to Zeb Wells I don't buy any of this and another thing Zeb Wells has nothing to worry about. I am not even so sure this conversation wasn't fabricated. You know why? Because the the people who are, who would be most mad at Zeb Wells for doing this are the same people who are celebrating it right now. People who would who were who we all thought would be the ones who would be mad about the outcome of 26 are very happy that they're killing Miss Marvel off. The core comics fans the people what? that actually buy comics. That's why you can do this. They could never have killed Mary Jane. Marvel would never, ever, ever piss off their audience by killing Mary Jane like that. The way they built this up? Never. Because That's the risk, right? It, that, those that's the, the risky risk. Part. Yeah. Mm. Killing the brown girl that the 50... 40 to 50 year old plus white audience doesn't give a shit about who can't keep a comic on on the stands is a risk that's what you that's what zeb wells is telling me i don't buy that yeah, yeah. my 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 friend uh
1: kevin he's like how, how do the people who are are angry at zeb wells for this cooking story uh feel now that the that the brown girl got killed it's it's like you know that meme of the guy sweating about pushing the button you know yeah it, it feels like that. It's like, all right, well, do I want this thing that I that I hate or this thing that I love? It's in the same book, you know?
0: It's, it's to to me, the fact that Marvel played around so much is embarrassing. You still don't believe that Marvel was courting controversy for money? Of course they oh, a were. A million percent. That's, that whole that's, thing that's thing the whole thing. Yeah. That's the whole thing. This, it's it's Marvel 101. This
1: is what Stan did, you know? We didn't have the internet back then. But like this is how Stan talked about the books. You know, he he, he it was very carny. You know this 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 holds up Wells interview with Nick Lowe and stuff is it, it was very carny, carnival barker come see the show sort of thing. Um and I knew like whatever they were going to do was just another comic book thing. You know like no, nothing can really top I think um uh, a Dan Slott superior Spider-Man in terms of the modern era of big surprises in comics. That that is that is a risk that he did. And I think that worked out in the long run, um, but since then, I don't think they've ever done risk. It's always just the killing off of a character. Yeah. Um, and once they announced, like, "Oh, twenty six, something's gonna happen," I'm like, "All right, you're just gonna kill someone. Big whoop. You know, at least make it good for the story." And they couldn't even do
0: that. Marvel um, used to take risks. They took risks in Secret Empire by letting uh, signing off on yeah. Nick Spencer. Look what Civil happened. War to me was a was a big risk. I think I think Marvel. <laughs> Was not risk averse as much until the Secret Empire blowback. Uh, that was yeah, the I, biggest... would, I would
1: say that, and then I think also the fact that the MCU is so important that they're a lot more precious with what they do. Um, sure, because like, the MCU is insight. like this very homogenized. Like it's like all right, everyone's gotta like it. You know, we can't piss off anyone with it, and I think the comics have kind of it's kind of been you know trickled down to the comics a bit.
2: Well, because they're pulling from the comics to some degree, right? So you want to make so, sure that yeah. you don't stir you don't stir trouble here because that's going to affect their actual moneymaker. Like, we know the stories are coming from the comics, but we mm-hmm. know that we're making bank off of the movies.
0: Yeah. Uh, aggressively re- relaxing says, yeah, you're right. I've definitely never seen a comic book cover pushing the idea that Mary Jane is going to die. <laughs> of course they do that. Yeah. Of course they do that. They do that every second of the day. What I said was they're never going to kill Mary Jane in a comic book that they don't plan on resurrecting her in immediately. If all of this cuz remember how they teased it? They said the biggest event in 50 years of Spider-Man tori- storytelling, which ties it to Gwen Stacy. So the logical conclusion in the mind of a of a reader is that Mary Jane is next. Or Black Cat, but yeah. Or Black Cat or someone very precious to Peter. Yeah, Norman. Someone who is real is really going to affect Peter's life that they're gone and it's his fault or whatever. Tyler, give me three more. Uh, uh,
1: uh, boomerang. Uh, kangaroo. Uh, puma.
0: Okay. So it's just... Of course they weren't going to kill Mary Jane. But Miss Marvel, a character that has nothing to do yeah. with Peter. Yo, shit of Rando. Yeah. It's she, bogus. She's on the cover and like
1: in terms of like if you were a tier a tier like a like a tier maker for who was most likely to get get killed, she would have been at the bottom of the list out of yeah. the people that were there. Z tier. Uh, which I guess maybe got swerved, buddies. You got swerved, you know, but uh it's just ugh. But uh, even Sean, if it's, I, a- I got a question though. Yeah. Um the way this was leaked. I I, I smell conspiracy. Here's here's my thing. Um, and, I, and I have the image here. Um, it's leaked two weeks in advance. So this is before printing. It's not printed yet. Right. We got to assume. Um, uh, I don't know. I don't I don't assume that. I, I think they print the week the week of. That's that's the thing. Because because uh, things could get canceled that week before they even hit printers. Um, Mm-mm. But Mm-mm. it is a world. Blur- yeah, go ahead. Go it's ahead. a blurry picture. It's twenty twenty three. Who is taking blurry photos like this? How is this got like. I don't think that exists like it's a, of a comic book and you got the most two megabyte image. Like, what are you taking this with? It almost feels <laughs> like it was a doctored leaked photo. You know what I mean? Like, uh, oh man, my we, we, ha- we have
2: high risk scans. Yeah,
1: like- yeah, we have hi- We have everyone has a cell phone in their pocket that can take five times as good photos as this. And it's not even like a motion blur where they had to take it quickly and move. You know, it's it's just low quality. So I don't unless, you know, somebody, you know, had a, you know, a super camera and was looking into the Marvel offices and found it um, and zoom in that deep. It just seems like, ah, oh, I think I think they did this on purpose. And the fact that the Entertainment Weekly article was already ready, it looks like. Yeah. yeah. Um, the social medias were already that day. I mean, I mean, you you can just post those right away, but um, it seemed a little manufactured.
2: I think like, the I think the buzz around it probably was because to your point that that article that was probably like maybe a few weeks of like edits and hey, we're doing a thing. Hey, we're talking yeah. to these people like that. That takes some work to pull together. So I can see that aspect of it. Um, the the picture leak. I mean, maybe it's the, the most just... fake leak picture ever.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, like this is reminds me of like, uh, what was it? Like Super Smash Brothers leaks would happen, you know? <laughs>
0: you there know, are somewhere... more pages than this, I thought. There are. Yeah. And they're yeah. all blurry as well. Yeah. Um, uh, I don't think it was leaked on purpose. Um, I think that the Entertainment Weekly article was already ready. That's not weird to me. And two weeks though? I huh two weeks seems like a lot for that to be ready
2: no that's Why? PR that's that's at yeah.
0: least that's at least four weeks um and I think they probably you know pushed ew to say hey listen we have a situation uh we need to get this out um they like soften the blow yeah because <laughs> look I don't I don't blame I hate that Marvel did what they did how they did it but I don't necessarily know that I can blame them either, because if the leak is genuine, then all of a sudden everybody but you is benefiting from the fact that now they know what's going to happen in 26. A book that I'm sure Marvel expected to sell over 150,000 copies. Hotcakes.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I just know that Marvel does have a guy on payroll who's known for viral marketing um, and like guerrilla marketing like this that's meant to look like fake stuff or or legit stuff Christopher Cantwell did stuff for Disney and it's only been he only admitted to this recently uh, there's a whole bunch of like ghost footage of Disney um, where it looks like ghosts are there made by YouTube accounts that have never been you know posted stuff and it's been around for years he admitted that he was hired to do that by Disney so Disney has done this weird marketing on the side
2: um, I, I, I think though to the to the point of like wanting to sell as many copies as you can like the, the we like the EW article, right? Like that makes sense to get into the news junket and be like, "Oh shit, something's going on in Spider-Man." I haven't caught up 25 26 That's not too bad. I can maybe catch up a little bit on on that kind of stuff. Like it's a good, it's a good jumping on point. It's a good jumping on number. It feels like, mm. and you're seeing chatter online. Like I think that's a way Dude. to get people to, <laughs> to. I think it's I think it's a good way to get people to buy the book. You're gonna. Maybe fake leak something, maybe not. But the fact that there is a leak and there's stuff out there that people have to go find and discover, that builds some sort of sense of, I think, community. Because yeah. then we can all be either, wow, this is cool, or outraged about it. And oh. uh, there's an excitement in trying to figure out, well, what's the thing that's going on? What's happening? And Dude, then, a leak is scandalous. That's right, why I yeah. think
1: it's it's was leaked on purpose. You know? <laughs> um, it's, it's a, I think it's a, it's a genius way of, of marketing something. You know, no, everyone likes to do the thing that they're not supposed to do. Oh, I get to look at this, this, you know, leaked image that somebody stole. You know, Ooh, I'm seeing something bad. That's me on, you know, uh, uh, rotten.com or e fucked as a kid, you know, like that's, that's, it was cool to do the bad thing. You know, I like to do hood rat things with my friends. So seeing, you know, getting to see this leak, it's like, Ooh, look at I, look at me. I'm doing stuff. The big mouse doesn't want me to do. Meanwhile, I think it's the big mouse putting it out there. And also, like, of note, Zeb Wells is also one of the writers for the Marvels coming out. So, like, he has connections with Marvel as a whole, too. So, like, there's a plan here for all of this.
2: It's all in the plan.
0: You know, people say uh, when it comes to things like this, let the story play out. The story's played out. It's played out. It's played out to me to, you know, continuously just kill characters uh, over and over and over again. Um, Look, to say they cannot kill Miss Marvel? No, I don't believe that. I think that is, um, you know, being a little too precious in the sense that, like, you know, if she's a real character, right, and not just a diversity chip. She has to be on the chopping block just like anybody else. She's not special, right? No character can be special in that way. Everybody has to be subject to this in order for them to feel real. So Miles, Miss Marvel, whoever, they all have to be subject to this. But at the same time, Marvel is killing this character, and they're using it, and they're building up. I mean, they've got the fallen friend coming out. For so something you know you're going to undo... Within not even years within months it's it's like a, a much to do about nothing yeah and the fact that she died, you know who knows how how she died I haven't read it um but outside of her own book and outside of an event everybody's been saying like yeah. oh yeah characters die outside of their own books all the time in events yeah. most of the time a character who has had or typically would have a solo series, doesn't die in someone else's solo series, and so to me, it's not fridging. I, don't, I think that term is is being overdone. Um, it's not fridging. I don't believe that because they're not together. is together.
1: Fridging is essentially the death of a female character to push the story for a male character. But they're doing they're, this is pushing
0: her story so
1: far. So I mean, I is, mean if, the point of it is to push yeah, her story. That's what we assume. Yeah. And it's safe to assume, but in terms of what we see right now, well, we don't see anything
0: right now. The book's not out yet. Exactly. Um, So uh, I don't believe this is fridging. I think people have to stop trying to apply a social problem to this. This is not a social problem. This is a comics problem. And killing Miss Marvel is probably not going to make her book sell better the next time around. Uh, it's probably not going to bring more eyes to comics that will stay, it's only going to make people angry, and I don't see the benefit of that.
1: You know, we'll we'll help her book sell better. A nice Tom Mueller X Men
0: logo on the the corner, (laughs) (laughs) doubt it, doubt it. Why the people that read the people that are most inclined to read Miss Marvel do not read comics, they watch movies and television, which is why. Over there, she's got a show. She's a big part of a new movie that's coming out. And yet in the comics, she can't even hold a solo series. You know, let's not be delusional. Obviously, Marvel feels fine with killing her like this. Because who's going to care at the end of the day? And then we have Um, in August, there's that classified
1: book that I think was like packaged in the the solicits with the X-Men books. But it's like a black thing. It's like classified will be revealed at San Diego Comic-Con. So, like, we already know, like, it's probably where she's coming back
0: sure. a month later.
1: It is the shortest death, I bet, in comics. Actually, there's probably been shorter, but it's, it's going to be a very quick turnaround time. Because I don't yeah. think they want to kill her. I just think they don't know how to write this out of her without killing her. You know what I mean? Like, Which All right, is we got, lazy. We got resurrection protocols. How do we use that? Well, we got to kill her.
2: But, what what but book
1: that... is good at generating buzz and drama? Spider Man's pretty good at that. All right, let's do it.
0: I think you Hiller in AXE Judgment Day.
2: Yeah,
0: the book that established the way forward for her to come back. This is this is like so, it's a lame duck death. It's lame. Yeah. That book had no heat at all. If Miss Marvel had died there, that would have been shocking. Oh well, my God,
2: she got judged.
1: I think that book also it, it messed with death too much in the first issue. So like, death meant nothing
2: because everyone. Well, did, you know. <laughs> but but had somebody died, had we seen the repercussion? I think that would have been a different conversation.
1: Didn't what's her face die? The the eternal whose name I'm I'm forgetting. She was the she was an Avenger. Cersei, she died. Cersei, yeah.
2: But
0: did she actually? I thought she I thought died. They died. Well, I thought
1: no, she died. Died. Did she at died. the end? Yeah.
0: Dan, I'm sure she was brought into the book just to kill her because yep. otherwise, what the hell's the point in having her here? She, just yeah, she, she had
1: one uh, a dark web mini, like two issue mini. Um, yeah, which didn't even show Spider-Man. In it, I don't think she had more interactions with Norman Osborn than she did with Spider-Man in this book.
0: Yeah, wasn't she his intern or something yeah. like that?
1: Yep. Yeah, honestly, I think the storyline wise, Norman would have been the better person to kill. Hmm. Have him have like a hero's death. That would piss people off. Just kill Paul. Yo, no, not not Chad, not the the Riz the Riz King,
2: the Riz
0: King. I am I'm disappointed. I'm very disappointed in Marvel. It's hey, hats dad. off, I guess. Great bait and switch. Also, great job. Um, Near
1: Comic Con 2023, uh, guests just got announced. Guess who's on that list?
2: Zeb Wells. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> let's go. So we're gonna
1: get, we gotta get the interview this uh, this year.
2: <laughs> yeah, we yeah,
0: definitely. What's the lesson here? I don't know. I think I think Marvel knows exactly who their audience yeah. is. They know how to play them like a fiddle. Um, I think that all of this was much to do with about nothing. I think they took away the value of issue twenty six by saying, "Well." I mean, I guess they Spoiling didn't it. take it away. It got leaked if you go by the by what's officially presented. And so that takes away from a lot of the value of the question mark that surrounded 26. There's no more logic gap or curiosity gap, rather. Uh, we know what's going to happen. So mm. who cares? Um, yeah. I, I will you know, say
1: this penetrated, though. Like I had people messaging me who don't read comics being like, yo, what's going on?
2: But, but that's what this whole thing is, right? Exactly. Like That's yeah. the point.
0: Yeah. Yeah. A leak, of course a it, death. These, it's scandalous. Of yeah. course, it penetrated. But is it going to result in sales? That's the only we'll say, thing that we'll matters. Say, we don't even know digital sales, so we'll never really know the answer to that. Check back in. Uh, we're not going to know the answer because the book was going to sell regardless. It's weird. Is it going to sell over two hundred cop, two hundred thousand copies? Because if it does, then I would say, well, that could be related to that. That could be related to the buzz. But the book already had massive buzz. Who was not going to buy twenty six? And who who wasn't going to buy it? That's buying it now, chat. Please, if you're if you were not going to buy twenty six and you're going to buy it now, say that, please. I, I would I, love to know. I bet there will be speculators though who like hopped off of Spider Man because
1: you know the whole Paul situation. Who will probably go back to buy this ah, because it's a death.
0: On. Come on, Tyler. Were, if you're a speculator, you were buying this book one hundred percent. Yeah, of course you're. So. buying I think this some book. of them got pissed off and left. So if you're a spec, if you're if you're if you're job, ju- if the way you make money. Yeah, it's the it's resell comics. You're not going to buy one of the hottest, most anticipated comics of 2023. Um, that's not that's not really. I, I don't know. Come on. Th- this is this is a this is a publicity stunt of the highest mm-hmm. order killing Miss Marvel that oh, okay, I think yeah, it won't it won't backfire. There is no backfire. There, there's just no way for it to backfire. That's why I said it's not a risk. It's safe. They killed someone that not enough people who read comics care about for it to affect Marvel's bottom line. It's safe. And they're going to bring her back anyway. So well played, I guess. Well played. <laughs> Philosopher King says, I wasn't buying it before and I won't be buying it now. Let's go. Well, actually, no. Support
2: comics. Go buy the comics. <laughs> i was about to be like, yeah, fuck the system, but also they need your dollars.
0: Dan says the lesson here is I feel validated about not reading Spider-Man books anymore. Nice. Yeah, I, I think, I think it's a, it's a move that a lot of people will take as, um, you know, incendiary and as something that you know they don't want to see in their comic books. Um, I think, I think the, the
2: comics mentality has moved past death. We we get it. We know it's not real, and even even new readers, people who are coming up in comics, understand this concept because we see parts of it in uh, uh in the MCU now, right? Like let's say let's say people, and I don't think people who watch MCU movies necessarily come to the comics. Let's say a one off, a few people do. They they've experienced that as well. So there's an understanding that this is a thing that happens but to be using it to this degree to not make it feel special or to have weight or to do it to random characters in not their own books. Mm. Like it's, uh, I don't know.
0: It's they they're just doing it. Cause they can't.
2: Superfluous? Yeah. superfluous. Is that the word? And they That's have, a, they have That's a, a
0: goal. They have an agenda. They need to get to with the character. And uh, I really don't have a problem with that. I think, I just think the way that they've gone about it uh, is cheap. Quite frankly, and I think, yeah, my in my mind, uh, when I think about character deaths in comics, I always go back to Captain America. Um, and, you know, I go back to, Cap- went back to that recently, <laughs> right? Um, and a big reason why is because hey, they promoted it. You know, it was on the front page of the Times. I think it was all over the map. But when you buy that comic book, and you've been buying the comic book, his death is shocking. Yeah. It's emotional like you feel it but it's also very logical and it continues the storyline that had been being told yeah. so my biggest issue kill anyone you want make it make sense
1: yeah yeah
0: this too. is cheap that was
1: not the death of cap is uh the next step in Baker's epic that he was writing
0: what, yeah. what is this the
1: next step in an editorial decision like it just it just reeks of editorial rather than story to me so well, it's yeah, good 100% the
0: it's, yeah, it's the next step in alignment with the MCU right that's Although, all it is i will yeah. be happy when her stretchy powers
1: are gone cuz they're
0: kind of yucky just like kang's going to get black at some point they're going to blacken <laughs> him up i
1: thought you're going to say he's going to get blacked. i'm like pardon
0: <laughs> i almost did <laughs> oh no my dude um, is black i've seen already, that one dude. you know like we're, we're we're used to mcu integration yeah yeah, yeah. But do it in a better way. I I mean, and, and 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 to be fair, we have not read the comic, and I've loved ASM, so maybe I'll love the issue. I have a very hard time believing that I'm going to love seeing Miss Marvel die in Spider-Man's comic book. Yeah. Unreal. Unreal. I I didn't even know how to talk about this today because I was so shocked at the way that I feel about Marvel right now. We've got some making up to do as far as I'm concerned.
1: Well, one of the announcements we'll talk about later might might help that.
0: <laughs> you know what? You're not wrong. Yeah. Maybe. Yeah. Maybe. You're not wrong about that. We've got a lot more show to do. We're gonna talk about uh the announcement of a new series from Al Ewing that includes the Immortal title in it. So big uh Ooh. you know. Uh, big implications uh frank miller has pissed people off yet again as he has want to do uh and we're gonna talk about uh we're gonna talk about the eisners and the nominees thank you so much for joining us for this episode we really appreciate you guys uh tuning in hopefully you enjoyed our conversation about uh about yeah that's fine tyler about the miss marvel death um and if someone wants to do me a favor uh, one of you two uh Just stay somewhere that now the spoiler conversation is over. So oh, pe- um, people!
1: Oh, like oh, we can tweet tweet about it. Tweet about it.
0: Yes, yeah,
1: okay.
2: like tweet yeah, it, yeah, Discord it. it. You it. It. know, it. a place where people will. Yeah, I'll, I'll
0: do it in Discord. Thank you. Um, and uh yeah, we're done with that conversation. Thank you for tuning in and listening to it. Hopefully, you enjoyed our or talk about that. Uh, if you did, it would really help if you left us a like, if you're watching us on YouTube. If you're not subscribed, that would be great, too. That really helps us out a lot. If you like the video, like it. Uh, Super Chats are open on YouTube. Of course, you can subscribe to us on Twitch uh, with your Amazon Prime, Twitch Prime, however you are so inclined. We appreciate everybody that chooses to do those things. Um, We have a big announcement to make. It's not all bad next week or not next week in two weeks, June 3rd, we will have huh? we leaked our thing two weeks early. (laughs) We will have Rom V joining us on the show. Very, very excited to speak with Rom. We had a great uh, interview with him. A couple of years ago now. And uh, and last year's
2: New York Comic Con as well. got to talk to him. Yeah,
0: so this is our third chat with Rom. Should be a lot of fun. Just this week, uh, we read The Vigil by Rom, which Tyler and I really liked over on Palspulls, which you can check out. And so Rom's on a roll. And uh, yeah, can't wait to talk to him. If you've got questions for Rom, definitely submit them our way. You guys know how. You know how to reach us at this point uh we're very excited to chat with him 100 yeah.
2: great great guy great conversationalist really good thinker about comics and mm-hmm. stuff yeah
1: your interview at uh, comic-con marco is very good
2: thank you i i you uh, i love talking to him about it. process <laughs> the what you
1: were like stressing about it you were doing like a research you were like uh, I, was, I was i have and, this and then, notebook full of notes and meanwhile i'm going to a, a scott snyder thing just be like oh okay <laughs> <laughs> winging it yeah i need my notes dude i
2: need my notes <laughs>
0: Yeah, this is going to be good. This is going to be good. Ram is always a lot of fun to talk to. Mm. Great guest. Uh, if you want to support the show, as I talked about, subscribing on YouTube, hitting the like button if you like this, uh, subbing on Twitch with T- Twitch Prime or Amazon Prime. If, you, if you're if you an Amazon Prime subscriber, then it's free for you to sub to us. Um, Patreon.com slash thecomicspals is the best way to do it. Uh, you get a lot of bang, for a little bit of your buck, we have a lot of special extra stuff over there, uh, which does include our exclusive show, Palling Around, where we talk about whatever we want to talk about. You get to vote in the book club poll, which is up right now. Um, and uh, actually, I don't even know how the voting is going, but I know that it was very tight the last time I looked at it. I and all uh, tight, not for Swamp Thing, to no. which
2: disappointed in everybody in this community at the moment whoa hey
1: man i'm I'm looking at the uh i'm looking at the uh can i say what's winning right now sure right now it's flashpoint hey so people are are getting bit by the flash bug there but swamp thing i think it's only
0: like one vote behind so
2: oh i take everything i said back go back (laughs) go vote
0: (laughs) If you guys want to vote, that's patreon.com slash Pals. It also gets you a nickname and a shout-out on the show, so I want to sh- do a special shout-out to the best pals in the universe, Thunderstruck Rebecca Alejandro, and the Hound of Justice Atomic Hound, who are supporting us uh, faithfully alongside the Night Stalker, Harris Najinsky Brian Demolisher, Del pozo Kefis the Incorruptible, Momentum Mike Elliott, Starcross Catherine Stars, Dan the Truth Trudeau, Joel Justice and Jalen, the Sanguine Sorcerer. Thank you all so, so much. We are very, very um, appreciative and thankful of you guys. Uh, Discord. Come hang out with us on Discord. We're always having a very fun time over there. Uh, We were chopping it up about Spider-Man this week. So our Discord was popping. And everybody was great about spoilers. I have to say that. We did create a new channel so that we could put spoilers there, but everybody was fantastic. Hopefully no one was spoiled by our Discord that didn't want to be. I have a very hard time imagining how that could have happened.
1: It was very clear what spoilers were, and people exactly. are going to use the spoiler yeah. tag yeah. outside of that. So,
0: so. so if you're looking for a community that's actually like safe for you know uh, not getting spoiled, safe for not encountering douchebags, Join our Discord. Bro, <laughs> I
1: felt so sorry for you, Sean, when the, the, the guy spoiled the thing, and you're like, I don't know if it's real or not, and, like, I can't say anything. Because <laughs> 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 I'm just, like, deleted. Because I didn't want to affirm or deny. Yeah.
0: And... I figured it was real. I figured if it wasn't real, someone would have told me it wasn't real. But I felt move. deflated, honestly, because I never – I genuinely, like, I go – I have so much passion for comics, and I yeah. go into this stuff – Wanting to love it all and not wanting to know anything that I don't need to know beforehand. And so something this big is not anything that I would ever want to know in advance. And it sucked, but it is what it is. And to be honest, had that not happened, I would have found out anyway because Marvel put it on front street.
1: Even if you had filters set up, like I have Marvel's tweet notifications on. So like I would have seen that no matter what.
0: I had full filters, bro. And Mm -hmm. I still saw it Mm because I I follow Marvel and I have have their notifications on and everything. The spoilers are done. So I'm not saying what happened. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, absolutely. But, uh, if you want to watch this show live, you can do so every single Saturday at 10 15 a.m. Eastern. If you tune in next Saturday, we will be interviewing Rom V. So keep that in mind. Set your, uh, set your watches. Or Thursday- Saturday,
2: the following. I'm
0: sorry, the following Saturday, Jesus, the June 3rd. Uh, Thursdays at 6 p.m. Eastern for Palace So we've got a lot going on these days. And, uh, Clearly, the chat is excited about Rom V joining. Um, Rom V's a a, a great creator, so hopefully you guys show up for that. Now, I don't know about you all, but I, after that conversation about Amazing Spider-Man 26, I feel like I need to decompress. And I like to decompress by playing games. So do you guys want to play a game?
1: Ooh, I love games. What are we playing? Uh, Tears of the Kingdom? I can go grab it right now.
0: Oh, I was going to challenge you to a game of Marvel Snap.
1: Oh, I got my Galactus deck, which is playing pretty mid for me right now. So,
0: Of course, because Galactus is a mid. In, yeah, only in Marvel Snap. all I actually the, love All Galactus. the
1: friggin spaces and, and areas are like, oh, don't play a card here. And I'm like, well, okay. I guess. <laughs> he doesn't want me to play cards. Fine.
0: The game that I want to play with the two of you and the listeners actually is a draft game. Mm. No United States has not reopened its draft. Uh, We are safe. I am not trying to get drafted. I'm not in shape for that. So (laughs) instead, we're going to draft teams of Avengers. Okay. Okay. Now, here's how it's going to work each one of us is putting together our team of Avengers. I don't care if you want to be the West Coast Avengers, I don't care if you want to be the Great Lakes Avengers. None of that matters. You can just call your team whatever you want. And then we're going to pick who's going to be on the team. The problem is that everyone who gets picked by one person cannot be picked by anybody else. Mm. Okay. So if I pick Iron Man, Tyler cannot then pick Iron Man. I won't be. so. (laughs) We're going to draft teams of six. And then the listeners... Will tell us who drafted best. That simple. You guys ready? Yeah. Stay ready. All right. So I have a a way for us to determine who will go first. If you guys will just vamp for two seconds. Oh, he's getting out his uh, his his uh, TCG dice or coins I was or just something. About that. Yeah, he's bringing out, pull the out the coins. A dice or something. Okay. So I've got my dice. <laughs> yeah. 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 We called it. I've got I've got my dice. You guys know me. Uh, actually. Yeah, yeah, okay. I'm gonna roll the dice, and whoever has the highest roll will go first. I'll roll for Marco first, and I'm gonna adjust my camera so that you guys can see me rolling the 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 dice. dice. Hopefully, I'm not showing anything that I shouldn't be showing. All right, here we go. Hand check. This is for Marco. It's a five. Damn it. Okay, all right. This is for Tyler. It's a four. This is for me. It's an eight rigged, Wonderful, rigged word. I, I he, that, That's just R- waited,
1: what bro. you mean rigged. That's I just waited. I, just, I, I saw I saw, right I saw the pixels. I saw the pixels in the transition of the camera. I know you know how to do streaming. And,
0: and look at these. These are X-Men dice. Oh, so how cool is that? Yeah, I have rigged, Avengers, dice Avengers too. You want me to get my Avengers? No, dice? no, it's fine. I'll go last. It's fine. All right, exactly. So I'm going to kick off the draft and we're going to have 10 seconds to draft a character. Okay. okay? Um, Because otherwise, this will just take all day. So I'm going to start. I'm not going to time myself because I'm just going to immediately choose Iron Man. Oh, I'm going to choose Black Panther.
1: Okay. Oh, thank God. I'm taking Steve Rogers easily.
0: I am taking Thor. Okay. Uh, I'm taking Cyclops.
1: Uh, Excuse me. Yo. Bro, bro, said, I want that superhero cred
0: removed. <laughs> <laughs> Marco, okay. can you um can you restate that? Can you tell me who you're drafting that's not an X Man? Oh, he is an Avenger. He's and an Avenger. Uncanny Avenger. All right. Okay. Yeah, you should have sure. whatever team. All right. Fair sure. enough. Yeah. Uh, who was your first pick?
2: Uh I had Black Panther. Okay. Black Panther and Cyclops. Have they ever
1: interacted? Interesting. Okay.
0: I love it. I wish they would interact. Uh and then Tyler, who who did you have?
1: I didn't pick my third. Oh, my second. Um Spider-Man.
0: Okay. Cool. Go up
1: next. Oh, damn. What? Wait. No, you're you're up. You're up. Sure. Oh,
0: no. Yeah, yeah. I already picked I have two picks. Yeah, yeah I just picked Spider-Man and Captain America. Oh, yeah. Okay. Uh and who was your first, Tyler? My first was Steve Rogers, so Cap. Okay. Thank yeah. you. All right, uh, so I'm up next, and I'm going to choose Captain Marvel, Better which is Thor. I
2: yep,
0: already have taken. Thor.
2: Oh, damn. Uh, Wasp. All right.
1: Tyler? Spider Spider Woman.
0: Okay. I am up next, and I'm going to choose the Hulk. Vision. Nice. Uh, I'm looking at my list here. My man has a list. What do you mean list? No damn list you got 10 seconds. Kate Bishop <laughs> Hawkeye. Okay. The
1: better Hawkeye.
0: Oh damn. Wait, okay. All right. Uh so I'm up next and I will choose the century. Uh Ew. Black Widow. Okay.
1: Uh I'm picking I need I need muscle. Hyperion.
2: Nice. Oh damn! I need
0: muscle too, huh? All right, uh, and I'm going to go. I believe this is my last pick. Oh, I am going six, to, right? Yeah, six. Yep, this is my last pick. I'm going to go with. Uh, I need some diversity. Uh, I'm going to go with um, Sam Wilson, cat. <laughs> ah, I need a token character. Dude said, "Give me a uh, fucking let
2: weed. Me, uh, bro. Let me get black cat." <laughs> um. Damn, I need muscle too, but I want somebody smart. Uh, Beast.
1: Oh, shit! That was...
0: Fuck! Yes. Nice! Yes. That's what I was gonna take.
2: Damn it, yes. Marco. Um,
1: Even though he's a genocidal maniac now. Uh, oh, okay. Um,
0: Brother Voodoo. Okay. Okay, that's a good diversity choice. Yeah. I like it.
1: <laughs>
0: I like it. I stand it. I'm going for a secret Avengers team. That's what I'm doing. Why did we all draft? Why why did we all draft? One Okay, <laughs> what no. did we do everybody except to? Tyler drafted one woman and one black guy. Tyler has two women. Look at me. <laughs> <laughs> He's more diverse. I'm a feminist, guys. Fair enough. I love. Okay. Women. So to recap, uh Marco's team is Black Panther, Cyclops, Wasp, Vision, Black Widow, and Beast. Tyler's team is Captain America, Spider-Man, Spider-Woman, Kate Bishop, Hyperion, and Brother Voodoo. And my team is Iron Man, Thor, Captain Marvel, Hulk, the Century, and Sam Wilson Cap.
1: Yeah, Sean went for like Avengers, capital A. Yes.
0: Mainline book.
1: I went for like a secret Avengers kind of offshoot, espionage
2: type thing, I feel like. Um, I went for uh, like a... a Marco went for Al Ewing's side project. Yeah. a low-tier writer just like we need somebody to push the book until like the next real writer comes on just like get a cast like us avengers or something
0: (laughs) vote in chat vote in chat who you guys think just won that draft hey kefis you just missed the avengers draft buddy yeah who do you think won the draft uh that went by super quick that was like a like a few minutes we can do another one if you guys are into it but we uh, got we got one for tyler one for me we got one claiming Sean going on the, on for diversity sake. Screen, Marco,
2: oh yeah, we'll pull, yeah, put a poll up. That's good idea. Hold on a
0: second. Yeah, put a put a poll up. Marco's Great Lake Avengers wins. <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> what kind of team is this? I'll
0: this do is, another one.
1: I'll do another one with like some some weird ones. I can get I can get weird, as uh, Michael Keaton once said. You want to eat
0: nuts? Something like that, right? Whoa, eat nuts. Uh, okay, so two for me. Marco got two as well, right? I think. Uh, yeah, I think so. Yeah. Need a couple more votes to seal this whole deal. Who do you guys think won the draft?
1: Mar- uh, Dan, uh, Dan I had another one for Buddha. Marco. I had brother. Voodoo.
0: Tyler had brother. Voodoo. I mean, these yes. guys are
1: screwed when it comes to magic.
0: Catherine voted for me. Thank you very much. I appreciate it. Who got black widow instant win? That's me. Classy. Oh, uh, Marco got. Black Widow, how is that a win? Black Widow, my man had my man had a black widow. <laughs> He's saying he likes the black ties.
1: He's saying, Is that is is classic? let see is iggy Azalea in disguise.
0: What a what an oddball team! But I, I get it, I get it. So I think it based on the way it is right now, I think Marco wins. Woo. Man, there's a Marco day, huh? Everything's coming yep. with Marco. Four to three to two. I think Tyler. I think Tyler got two votes.
1: Can we make mark these down so we can we can draft again, but we can't use those characters. <laughs> well, yeah, I, I was thinking.
0: Yeah. I was thinking if if you guys want to do another Marvel one, we can. But I was thinking we could we could do, uh, like X Men or just jump over to DC. Do Justice. Do you you want let me?
1: Let me get my Justice League team going.
0: Ooh. All right. So let's hit the league. Let's do the league. So we'll do a Justice League draft. Uh, same rules and all of that. Okay. All right. All right. And I will you got your roll your justice league dice. I don't have justice league <laughs> dice unfortunately. I don't. But I will roll to see who gets initiative. All right. So I'm rolling for myself first. I rolled a 10. This X is a 6. So I got a 10.
1: Oh. What? Uh, yeah. 6 Convenient. of 6 of swords. <laughs>
0: <laughs> All right, I'm rolling for Marco. A 2. Ooh. Snake eyes. Marco get fucked right, I'm rolling for time. <laughs> A four. Wow. Again, wow. Oh, okay. my, my dice love me. By the way, I play card games. Uh, loaded. And everyone comments on how I always win dice rolls. Loaded? But
1: oh, that just proves it. They're not loaded, chat? man. Moon chat. Uh, Harris, you ever play games with Sean? You know he cheats, right? Come on.
0: What? <laughs> that is toxic, Tyler. Okay. I will start once again, Justice League draft, and I'm going with Big wait, blue. Wait. What does this?
2: Can, can we do like Justice League and Justice League Dark stuff? Like any how does just, that... any
0: DC any, character, any okay, okay. or any whoa, any League member of any League. Mm. Any, I would say like yeah, like any any certified Justice League team. So like Titans don't count because sure. that's not that. But a team that has Justice League in the name would count, in my opinion. Okay. 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 Mm, okay. So, everybody, you guys agree to that? You're good with that? Yeah, I'm good with that. Ty, you seem to have thoughts.
1: I was going to pick something weird, and I don't know if they've ever been a Justice member, so.
0: That's Here we go. Is. Already looking shit up. My first answer is Superman. Tyler, go.
1: Uh, I just got to take it, uh, Batman. Easy. Sorry. If I have the opportunity, I'm taking
0: it. I was yeah. going to say Nightwing, so. um, I don't. He's been a member of the league, right? Of course.
1: Surely. Uh, he was in the, the most recent crisis. That counts. I'm gonna count that.
0: Does not count. What the f- that does not count? They say, they say, uh, all right, forget it. Later. Fine, Marco got Nightwing. That's cool. Uh, I'm gonna go with Wonder Woman, okay? Um,
1: I want Green Arrow.
2: Oh my god, I'll take uh, I'll take Hawkman.
0: Mm. Oh. I will take Martian Manhunter. Mm, OK, all right. Sinestro.
2: OK. Oh, man, never mind. I was going to get a Green Lantern, but I'm like, wait, I don't think Joe has been part of the Justice League. Um. You got like 50 others. Yeah, I don't know if there's other ones. Uh, yeah, I'm going to do Swamp Thing. There we go. I was waiting for it. <laughs> <laughs> something green, something it. green.
1: In case of emergency, break Swamp Thing
2: glass. <laughs> Right there. Easy. You know
0: pick. what? I'm gonna also I'm gonna once again choose Captain Marvel. That's funny. Um he's just called the captain now, Sean.
1: Oh yeah, fair enough. Um I'm gonna go with Supergirl.
0: Ah, there it is.
2: I'm gonna go with uh Ted Cord, Blue
1: Beetle. Hmm. Okay, Marco said, "Give me the give me the white guy version. I don't care about diversity in my book."
0: <laughs> uh, John Stewart, I do care about diversity. Oh, fuck. Zatanna. All right. Aquaman. Aquaman. Oh. Whoa. <laughs> All right, Aquaman uh for my last pick oh boy um flash of course what the hell Mm. uh barry allen
1: i think canonically he was a member of an offshoot team dark side you're right yeah i'm picking dark side yeah let's do it
0: i remember that run
1: yep dark side yes like with asriel and john stewart and stuff yeah
0: uh, I'm going to pick Adam. Like A-T-O-M, right? Yeah, Ray Palmer. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, we don't talk about
1: that. that the Rock. <laughs> <laughs> I think
0: you were talking about Dwayne The Rock Johnson. All right, so that's it. it. Uh, our teams are the following. I, I I, got Superman, Wonder Woman, Martian Manhunter, Shazam, John Stewart, Green Lantern, and uh, Barry Allen, The Flash. Okay,
1: you, you specified because it was like, oh, you mean the Daily Show guy? You want him on your team? <laughs>
0: <laughs> no, I specified Tyler because I need people to know that I picked the Black Green Lantern. Okay, got it. Um, you really okay. Tyler chose Batman, Green Arrow, Sinestro, Supergirl, Zatanna, and Darkseid. And Marco chose Nightwing, Hawkman, Swamp Thing, Blue Beetle, Aquaman, and Adam. Chat. how to fuck with that team. Who do you think won? <laughs> who won? Who won this draft? The guy who has uh, Blue Beetle, the white Blue Beetle, on his team. <laughs> <laughs> specifically the way i'm going for diversity okay the guy who chose almost as many villains as heroes and tyler <laughs> j- j- got sinestro on dark side or me the guy who got superman wonder woman and the flash on the same team i'm just Basic. saying i read that i read
1: that book before you know like, i read really, that yeah, hell
0: so. yeah hey, hey hey this isn't about which book we want to read although this actually is a book i want to read i do want to read a book with these characters in it I almost threw I almost, I was tempted to put Starro
1: on my team, but
0: Starro? Oh, I <laughs> didn't even know he was on that.
1: That that intro Scott Snyder run. It was like no surrender or, or Justice League, no justice, whatever it was. I had some Yo. weird people on the team.
2: Somebody just like Marco went Full Justice League Detroit. <laughs> by accident. Yeah, you did.
1: You did by accident.
0: <laughs> That's hilarious. Oh my goodness. Uh yeah, I feel like Dark Side counts. I do feel like he counts. Um, so far I'm seeing mostly me. Um, Marco creating whatever. This is like Detroit.
1: Yeah, you're not far off there with that comparison.
0: (laughs) That's hilarious. All right, yeah, I guess, I guess, I, I guess, I, I won this one. So Uh, I won
1: in my heart. So
0: (laughs) we're tied on on the poll and on. Oh, never mind. You just beat that out. And, yeah, I mean, if you, yeah. um, And if you go on YouTube, people, look, man, I got Superman. What do you want me to say? Boring. boring. What do you mean boring? Oh, all of a sudden now Superman's
1: boring. Boring. He's not on my team. He's boring.
0: <laughs> wow. That's, that, see, that's some hater stuff. That's mm-hmm. That is some hater ass yeah. stuff. But you know who we don't hate? Thank you. Hopefully, you guys enjoyed that game. Um, I've been dying to do that. I've been dying. I've been waiting for weeks to do that. Yo, okay, we will be picking out, like, old-ass JSA characters and shit. Booster Gold, like...
1: first, first round. Yeah, yeah. Gnort.
2: <laughs> <laughs> Somehow Sandman, like, the OG Sandman's there.
0: So that was a lot of fun. You know what else is fun? Reading listener comments. Woo! And uh, actually, before you take over, Tyler... I did want to read one that's not included in the notes. Sure, Uh, This one comes from Atomic Hound, who asked a really great question. Uh, Is part of the steep cover price inflation, the big two, trying to get a piece of the hot book syndrome from the retailers? In other words, is Marvel and DC integrating what they see for aftermarket prices and then saying, we can charge more because of the speculative nature of the product and the retailer making more money off a hot book? Or are they just price gouging? We know the production cost is not going up at the same rate as cover prices. So my answer to that is I don't necessarily think that it's one-to-one in the sense that they are they are looking at aftermarket and going, we need a piece of that pie. Yeah. Um, I think they're looking at it and going, well, uh, all these people – Buy our comics, right? And they clearly have expendable income. So we are going to charge more because we have a bottom line that our overseers are not happy with, especially if you're talking DC. And we can afford to alienate non-speculators and non-hardcores because speculators buy more than one comic book. Speculators need more than one cover. Because speculators want to make sure that whichever cover hits, they have it. And hardcores like me will buy the cover that I like and the cover A because I just want to have the cover A always. So they know they're going to get my money and they know they're going to get the speculator money. They don't care as much for the casual money. And I think that's that's where the decision making is rooted in. Hmm. But the other thing. And I know this now, or I feel that I know this because of something that I'm working on. But here's a little fact. Comic books have always been too cheap. Comics book comic books were way too cheap in the 70s. They were too cheap in the 80s. They were too cheap in the 90s. Uh, are they too cheap now? I think that for what for for all of the, the hands, right, that get a piece of that pie? Yeah. But are they too cheap for fans? No. I would say
1: that for... Who, who asked the question? I don't have it Atomic or. Count. Atomic Count. I don't think the the speculators and, you know, like, is, is a key issue in a comic shop is going to be charging more for that key issue. Um, I don't think that really factors into it because that's, that is a small number of people that are going to pay that. Um, I think really the only thing that affects the bottom line and what things can cost and uh, uh, how much they can charge is how much more can they charge to make more money without alienating enough people where they lose money? Yep. It's just a balancing act. It's like, all right, it, it's it's capitalism. We need to keep making more money every year. We can never be stagnant. We can never be same year over year. It's every year has to be more and more. So it's just a balancing act of how much they can do that with.
0: Marco, or are you good? I'm good. (laughs) Very good. Thank you, Atomic Hound. Tyler, take it away. All
1: right. So Sanji, uh, the Sanji, the One Piece is real. Whoa! Um, On the Dennis Culver interview. I just read Grant's Doom Patrol for the first time, and it was one of my favorite stories I've witnessed in any form of content. I think I'll pick up Culver's run at some point, be an archaeologist, and read Pollock and Way's run. That's the way to go. All those runs are good in their own ways.
0: What I love and, and Dennis Culver, you know, that interview was awesome. And and he, mm. he's the one who brought up being an archaeologist. And that's something that I love so much about comics, especially now in the digital era where, you know, you really like X-Men right now, but you've never read them before. Go take a look at Chris Claremont's run. And you can yeah. do that.
2: And and I like his use of that term because it, it makes it feel like the fun part of discovering something like in a shop or like digging through, and you're just like, oh word, remember this stuff? Like uh, especially when you start to get into the points where you get the uh, the reference boxes, like the editor notes, it's like, oh, as seen in you know whatever whatever issue this. I'm like, oh shit, I gotta go figure out what that is. Like that me ma- that that makes for fun.
1: Mm. Um, if you guys are watching the stream, you can watch a little wrestling show behind me uh, as that goes on. Um, that so, be- so then uh, Kushik Raja, um, who's been uh, commenting a lot on YouTube. So th- thanks for the engagement yeah. there um, on the uh, Wonder Woman's daughter discussion. I mean, they have been around for like 80 plus years, not to mention Diana has had multiple daughters over the years. Hope this one sticks the landing.
0: Uh, He had a little more, right? Oh, is that the yeah. oh, same
1: thing? OK, yeah. Yeah. Uh, then he said, uh, if it doesn't work out, we can have Wonder Woman working with Veronica Kale or Ares who provide her the suit while she is visiting Steve Trevor and his new fiance, Pauline, and their children and the rest of the heroes hate her.
0: <laughs> Pauline coming to D.C. Let's do it. So, so if not a Chad, right? Because that's a that's a, a male centric term. What is Pauline? What if 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 she's not a Chad? Then what's the female equivalent? What's I think the woman equivalent? Chad is gender neutral.
1: Oh yeah, I feel like Chad, oh, I didn't know yeah, that. Yeah, 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 I feel like yeah, anyone could be a real Chad.
0: Oh okay, all right. I didn't, <laughs> it's it's I didn't a know. it's <laughs> a it's a
1: state of mind.
2: Huh. Right, to so life, to it's a lifestyle.
1: The lifestyle. Yeah. It's like it's like BDE. <laughs> like you don't need to have a D to have BDE. You know. Fair enough.
0: All right. Well, thank you, Raja. Appreciate it.
1: Uh, Perry Perry on uh, the same topic: uh, Wonder Woman's daughter. Good uh, while it makes sense some, uh, while it makes some sense as a business decision, it's weird to just surprise us with a grown child. Might lead into a team up with Batman and Superman's kids, in which case would be cool to see her as a leader for the group. Perry yeah. Perry, I got, I got something to tell you. Even in real life, if you get surprised with a grown child, isn't, and that is, <laughs> that's something. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Wait, are you saying that from experience? <laughs>
1: uh, <a> tangential experience,
2: <laughs> not yet. He needs to wait a few years. Oh, my oh God, uh, that's horrifying. It, it's not who you think, by the way.
0: <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Philosopher King says Stacy is the female version. Okay,
2: I would have thought, oh, okay, right. more. What more would you, what would mom, you have thought? really? But... I would have thought it would have been an extension of Karen or something. No, no, but no, no we're no, talking but about a, a male hot... version of a ca- Karen is, uh,
0: is
1: a is uh, a Kyle, I think.
0: Oh is it I think so because a Chad a a male like a guy right where like a Chad is like a a a hot guy who's maybe a little dumb but really hot and like manly right oh. sure I guess it is
1: a Stacy or originally the Trixie oh.
0: Trixie okay Stacy Stacy's better than Trixie No, Trixie is just synonymous with Trixie Mattel for me at this point all right, fair enough. I feel like it should be a Kim. Kim, yeah, Kim Possible. No, like no, no, like Kim like, Kardashian. Oh, oh, I was thinking, I was thinking Lil oh. Kim
1: in the time she had to get her stomach pumped.
0: Okay, uh, a Courtney. Okay, I could go with that. But also
2: Kardashian, Courtney, K O. Guys, yeah. who's your favorite Kardashian?
0: Oh man, yeah, oh, I knew, um, I knew Sean had to answer this one. <laughs>
1: on a, c- a closeted reality tv super fan
0: <laughs> dude i i don't even necessarily care for the show but i love chloe kardashian and chloe was a reason why i tuned in early gotcha. and uh you know i haven't loved her that much recently but back in the day i loved chloe before yeah, anyway yeah i'm, I'm with yeah. you i'm a chloe fan yeah mm-hmm. I always felt like people hated on her for no reason. I feel bad for her. Anyway, this is a comics podcast. I'm a fan of OJ Simpson's (laughs) daughter. So, of OJ Simpson's daughter, that's a conspiracy. That's a conspiracy. Yeah, oh yeah, 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 yeah. She's not OJ's
1: daughter. The juice is loose sometimes.
0: The juice was loose that night. The ju- <laughs> I, I grew up watching those car chases. I remember Yo, the block, okay. the Bronco. Yo. I remember the Bronco. I remember the cop cars. I remember the the the, the helicopters, <laughs> all of that. I was glued. Yeah. Anyway, enough about that. Um something else that pissed a lot of people off, just like OJ did. Uh Frank Miller. Understatement. <laughs> <laughs> he just said, OJ it pissed people off.
2: Got some people mad, I guess. He courted controversy. Yeah, sure. Him,
0: Marvel, Frank Miller, all the same. Uh, So Frank Miller, of course, is one of the most celebrated artists, creators in all of comics history. You know, brought us classics uh, such as The Dark Knight Returns, um, you know, various Daredevil classics, um, Holy Terror, uh, he's known for a lot. <laughs>
2: Definitely You're known for, for that, that book, one.
0: huh? He's known for a lot of amazing stories. Yo, and I have a, it. I
2: can, I can put, whip that shit out right now. Don't best do best that. Master Race.
0: I like being monetized. Um, <laughs> and, and, of course, you know, he's had legendary uh, pieces on Wolverine. You know, everybody knows the classic cover, mm-hmm. right? Like That cover is Wolverine more than any other artwork I think I've ever seen um and so in 2023 frank miller did a series of covers for marvel that uh, were were solicited and one of them in particular i mean he did thing which you know people saw moon knight um various others but one of them in particular really really upset a lot of people and it's actually the wolverine one it's from ghost Rider wolverine weapons of vengeance it's a frank miller variant And it features Wolverine like you've never really seen him before. (laughs) I think we can say that. Um, And this image pushed people over the edge on social. Why were people pissed off about it? Because people feel that it's ugly. And people feel that it's not aligned with what Wolverine looks like at all. And people look at the old Frank Miller Wolverine and they look at this one and they're like wow here's an example of a guy who truly did lose it i don't think that's fair though it's not okay i think that like like have you like have you seen frank miller and i'm
1: not i'm typically not a frank miller apologist but like the dude is he's old you know like like just physically he can't do what he used to do but the fact that we can still have frank miller art is great uh no matter the quality really um it's just a variant, you know, like it's not like he he supplanted an ongoing team and he's drawing interiors for a book. Like it's a variant for Ghost Rider Wolverine. Like <laughs> you know what I mean? It's not even a variant for Wolverine proper. And I think it looks fine. It's it it feels like it doesn't feel much different than like the Holy Terror 300 stuff, you know? Um right. I'm sure it's colored, you know, digitally and th- that face is a choice. Drop. Um but I think it's fine. I don't like, like just like the fact that we still have Frank Miller around as like one of the legends of comic books in a, in a, in an industry where a lot of those legends are not around with us anymore. Um, mm-hmm. I think it's good. And let's just like, give you know, himself like he's younger than he looks. Uh, when you write sin city, that ages you a bit. Um, <laughs> so yeah. Well, yeah. And that, that might've been to yourself. Um, but yeah, there's the fact that like, he's still around, like, I don't know, let's just like, enjoy it while we have it. And I gotta say, I, I have, I have his Moon Knight cover as well. Like that Moon Knight kind of slaps. That one's cool. That one looks good. I did not put the thing one on here because that one scares me.
2: Um, <laughs> I, I think, I think it, there's been like, it, there's been an evolution in his art and people true. feel like it's yeah. degraded or it has, um, devolved. And I think that he's leaning into a style choice that he really, really likes and enjoys. And however that comes out, like I'm not a fan of some of these covers necessarily the moon. Knight when I agree, I think looks really, really good. And I think that's an example of where his art style works well in, and it plays well there, but for other characters or for other ways that he's approaching the covers, maybe they don't, but that doesn't necessarily mean that he's like washed up or he's done or he's, he's chosen this as to be his now art style, right? The blade one I have mixed feelings on, but, um, it, this is the progression of an artist over time. And I think we should really appreciate the fact that we've been able to see him grow in the industry and see his art evolve over that period of time, whether or not you end up liking it. I don't think is the, um, I don't think is the takeaway. The (laughs) takeaway is we've seen somebody who is artful and see that change
1: that is it happens in traditional art outside of comic books, you know, like yeah. Picasso had eras, you know, um, I think of back to get to get to comic books, but I think of uh, Howard Porter um, drew very standard DC house style, had an injury to his hand, lost some nerve uh, feelings and had to adjust his style. And that's who the current Howard Porter we have. And honestly, it's a lot more stylized. Uh, it's a little dirtier, it's a little different, but I prefer it, honestly it's an evolution of an artist um mm-hmm. which similar in this case with miller yeah
0: you know. yeah um you know what i i feel like this controversy is an example of people really really desperately needing to get a life um this is a non issue <laughs> i think <laughs> the fact the fact that the fact that anybody puts out artwork, um, look, it takes a lot of balls. It take it yeah. takes balls to do anything in public. All right. Like anything forward-facing, <sighs> anything with the with you know that people are gonna see and have the potential to judge and engage with, it takes chutzpah. It does. It takes it to do what we're doing right now because someone could watch this and say, wow you know, Sean's really shitty at hosting or, you know, whatever. Like any kind of negative comment. And we're subject to that. So that's number one. And then for people to see someone putting themselves out there like that, especially a legend, someone who has proven themselves, Frank Miller has nothing to prove to anyone. He's on some people's Mount Rushmore, I would say. 100%. Yeah. Especially as a writer-artist duo. Oh, and that most definitely. Yeah. Right. So... To take that, someone like that, and disrespect them by going on social media and saying things. I mean, Frank probably won't see it, but, like, if we're talking about another creator, they might. And say things like, oh, yeah, this is gross. This is disgusting. Frank needs to hang it up. I'll I'll read some quotes because, you know what? People were nasty. People were absolutely disgusting. And I don't think that there's a place for this. I'm sorry? You quote tweeting right now in public? Uh, sure. <laughs> uh, people keep trying to make the case to me for modern day Frank Miller, and I cannot. Uh, Frank Miller achieving the impossible, he made Wolverine look like trash. Hmm. Wow. Other um, people have done that too. So, one day, something broke in Frank Miller's mind, and he decided to turn his art style into a bunch of, uns- of-, of shaved Yetis. And this is talking about Frank Miller as just an artist. Damn. Yeah, people suck.
1: My thing is, like, I don't think there is bad art. I think art is all subjective, and art is all about preference. There's art that I like more. I think there's art that can be considered uh, technically better as well.
2: Yeah, yeah.
1: Um, But bad... In my opinion, no, because you at least made it.
2: And, uh, and I think there's also the the fact that, you know, Frank Miller did not stop being able to draw his previous style, right? Like he still, th- those are the same hands that once did that. Yeah. yeah. Right. So like he he can do that. This is a conscious choice and effort. And I think you also have to come at it from that perspective of he is choosing to do this because he sees something in that, something that is more valuable to him than what he used to do. And so you have to respect that fact of, well, that's crazy. He he has chosen this as the way forward for his style because it says something better about maybe himself for that.
1: Yeah. And also I think I also, he does get assists yeah. on like inks and stuff nowadays. But yeah.
0: Yeah. I also think, you know, when you look at this Wolverine cover, um Yeah, it, it is it is a gnarly interpretation of Wolverine. And guess what? Frank Miller is a creator of over 40 plus years surely that's deliberate it makes me think about uh quite frankly you know the monster quietly sorry (laughs) you got me um this is a de-evolution of wolverine Mm, like more monstrous the hair on his head reminds me of the stranger things uh, monster the The demogorgon yeah yeah okay so I don't know if that's what Frank's going for, but that's what it looks like to me. And I know that there are a lot of people who have been following Frank's career for the entire time who are with him lockstep for every change. And it's art just like anything else. Let it be. I will not buy though, it those, if you don't like it.
1: Those leather pants, though, that dude's smoking some Canadian bacon in there. Those things are tight shit. <laughs>
0: And 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 you know I'm not saying like I'm not, I'm not saying you know you have to keep your mouth shut but like vitriol and you know just general nastiness is not necessary. Do I like this cover? No. Am I going to buy it? No. But I think it should exist 100 million percent and no one has the right to say that it shouldn't. Are they like yeah, cover price B night. covers?
1: Do we do we know the status of these?
0: I hope not. What was
1: that? Are they cover price like B covers? Or, or are they like variants like a it's a you know a ratioed variant or something?
0: Yeah. That's yeah, exactly. Philosopher King. That's what I saw in it. And like, hey, that kind of makes sense for Wolverine. Why can't you do weird, funky things with the body and 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 you know it's it's in it's impress uh what's the word I'm looking for? Um Impressionist? Yeah, thank you. It's impressionist, right? Like that's valid. There's why is that not valid? Because it's comics, you can't do shit like that.
2: No.
1: And, and honestly, with, with the big two, the more variation for something that's not house style, I'm into.
0: Give me weird shit and like you said it's not even in the book it's yeah, on the yeah, code it's a very. Yeah. yeah exactly yeah get it or don't get over it um anyway let's talk about something that i can't imagine anyone having a problem with this is like this is the counter to marvel's crappy week from a pr standpoint um so al Ewing is writing another immortal book after the incredibly successful juggernaut that was Immortal Hulk that notoriously outsold Batman, which is just unheard of for a Hulk title. And so, Al Ewing is trying to see if lightning can strike twice, this time with Thor. As we are getting the Immortal Thor from Al Ewing who will be teaming up with uh, Martin. Cocolo, uh, Cocolo, yeah, I believe so. Yeah, yeah. Chocolo? Yeah. something like that.
1: Yeah. Um, hell yeah, dude. <laughs> <laughs> he's like, fuck yeah. Hell
2: yeah. Yo, is Alex Ross on covers? Or is oh, this once he's coming
1: back doing the Immortal style covers? Yeah, nice. And, and, and this is this almost looks... like a one to one, even in the style of cover as Immortal Hulk. Uh, it's.
2: I was gonna say this doesn't look like his normal. Some of his normal watercolor stuff, like this looks. Like,
1: oh, this, this, is, this is classic
2: Alec I don't know. Something about it looks a little not as vibrant. Like it's still shiny and stuff. Maybe it's the shine. Maybe it's just like the way he's drawn. Yeah, movie. I believe it looks that it's the
1: lightning reflecting off of him. That's how yeah. I'm reading it. But. That's
0: yeah. rad, dude. I I love the costume. I love the fact that they went with the old, uh, like a more classic Thor costume. Yeah. yeah. That's fantastic. And now Attach- attaching the word immortal, right? Mm. What does that mean? I think someone just asked it in uh, chat. Yeah, top yes. lane. Yep. Yep. Yeah, immortal now means when you associate it with Al Ewing, that this is going to be, in my opinion, a story that takes the totality of the characters' history because they're they are immortal, right? Hulk's yeah. immortal, Thor's immortal, Spider Man's immortal. In terms of they'll never go away, it takes the totality of their history and makes it all valid. Just like Grant did with Batman. And it tells a definitive story for the character. That's what that means to me now. That branding. Yep. That and feels, so, yeah, go ahead.
2: Well, it just feels like he's going to, he, he has a story here. He has something he wants to say with this character. And that's always good when you have, Um, I, honestly, the the tagline, it associated to me as like manga. Like we're ready to to tell this longer epic we want to be god damn it we want to be um uh have plans and they will they will start small they'll pay off they're larger than life like a, a lot of this gives me hope for um just the just being able to take on a narrative uh i'm i'm, yeah. I'm excited for this one i'm excited to pick this one up
1: when we uh when we interviewed al uh a couple months ago um he was tiptoeing around something he couldn't talk about
2: Yeah, oh, the
1: entire man. time, especially when we we're talking yeah. about Mortal Hulk. And I'm like, oh, here it is.
0: <laughs> mm-hmm.
1: um, you got that right. Yeah. Uh, dude, Thor Thor books are like up there for like some of my favorite solo ongoing Marvel books. It's like I I'll always read a Thor book and I will always read uh, a Spider-Man and Daredevil book. Those are like my big three. Yeah. Um, and I think since Aaron's Thor, we've had Donny Cates. We've had uh, Nick, Nick Klein, I think, worked on it. Um, so good, good ones. But like they've all felt like, all right, we're just going to be a little little smaller, tell smaller stories here and there. Um, this is like, all right, I'm going back to Jason Aaron. I'm going back to JMS. I'm doing something big. Uh, Mortal Hulk was 50 issues, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So um, hell yeah. <laughs> and well, in, in the art, yeah. um, I have a, a page here it's 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 very it reminds me of like a a, a man or it reminds mm-hmm. me of uh olivier coipel like it it kind of harkens back to that those epics of thor in the modern era
0: that i love yeah absolutely um i'm locked up with you so let's go to al who had a few words to say about this um He said, quote, putting a mortal on a book I'm writing is a promise to the reader and to myself. I was the one who pitched the title, not editorial, not anyone else. And it was basically a self-challenge. Can I do a book like that again? Can I do my end of it better this time? I have to try because the alternative is to just lie down and let the grass grow where I fell. I want to take another swing at that ball. And this time, I don't just want to knock it out of the outfield. I want to hit it right out of the park and stroll calmly around the bases. I want to write something that goes as far and as hard and as powerful as the other book did to give a similar experience to the people who supported that book and supported me through it and took something deep out of it but with the benefit of experience. So, of course, Immortal Hulk ended controversially. Yeah. Not because of the content, but because of the uh the art behind it. Um the artist was you know, apparently slipping in um, you know, anti Semitism into the book. Uh, I don't know if you guys remember the jewel jewelry jewelry, yeah, mishap, quote unquote, yeah. yeah, um, and other things. And then, of course, we learned that that person was, you know, um, just had a lot of unsavory political thoughts and opinions, yeah. anyway. Wilson, yeah. Um, and, and when we talked to Al about it, he kind of seemed deflated about
1: how things ended there.
2: Yeah, um, this, so, this it was a collaborator, right? Like, and yeah, that's it's yeah. frustrating to to have to deal with a collaborator who, um, yeah, has troubling or difficult views. Yeah, yeah.
1: And this, in what you just what you described in, in this quote for Immortal Thorson, yes. it feels like take two. You know, I I'm gonna do this again. Um, and even like even the way Al described the book, I mean. This is probably just a writer thing, but but it felt very, um, uh, he felt self pressured. He's like, I can I can do like, which is great for us, because that pressure that he puts on himself then results in diamonds consistently quality books. Um, so I don't mind, but uh, yeah, yeah, it's interesting to see that that description there.
0: Well, and you know, it's really unfortunate for Al because the way Immortal Hulk ended. No one was talking about the landmark of that at the end. No one mm-hmm. was talking about how great and celebrated it was. By the end, it was kind of like, this, just let this end. And yeah. because you couldn't talk about it. And yeah. when we interviewed Al, you know, I knew going into that, I can't really ask him about what happened there. He's not going to talk about that. Al Ewing disappeared from social media after that happened. Yeah. You know, he was deeply he felt hurt. really bad. Yeah. Yeah. And so this is a redemption for him in his mind as much as, you know, it's about telling a tremendous story with Thor, a character who has had a lot of great runs and frankly, who's due for another one. Um, so we know that there's a rough roadmap plotted out for 50 or more issues. Wee. So we might even get more than 50. Damn. Um, highly doubt that Al Ewing will be writing in, um, you know, points where the series could end if it needs to because sales weren't there, I'm sure sales will be there this time to get him, you know, where he needs to go. Out the gate. Yeah. And we know that uh, this will be out on August 23rd, so not that long to wait. Good stuff. I'm beyond excited. Yeah. This is going to be cool. This is going to be good. al one of the best in the business right now.
1: Damn, 100%. I'm seeing, I'm looking at J, uh, JMS's Thor. Um, only 17 issues altogether wild
0: really well that would have been was that not around when he uh did his swan swan song uh yeah yeah thor giant size finale
1: was his like big thing yeah
0: but like that was his big that was his big step away from marvel right yeah uh, the comics yeah. in general mostly yeah because yeah. i think that was after obviously that was the one more day period and he was like i'm done with this crap yeah and then he resurfaced with uh terminator book and a and obviously uh, action comics where Superman walked around for <laughs> Pulled our, old, many issues. Old Force Gump. That was one of the most disappointing things I've ever seen. Yeah. Um his dogs be barking at the end of that one. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So that's great news. Uh, let's follow that up with another uh, piece of news that I think is also great. Um we've got a new Daredevil team. It was announced that Chip Zdarsky and Mark, Marco Chichetto would be leaving Daredevil. Um, they've done a great job on that series, yeah. really, really bringing it back to the form that, you know, longstanding Marvel fans. Can, can I
2: can I guess the new team?
0: You not sure. Know? You so know.
2: I think it's going to relaunch Daredevil number one with brand spanking new creative team. Uh, Chip Zdarsky, Marco Chichetto. Let's go.
0: You're wrong. Oh, You're wrong this time, but if you had said that the last relaunch, yeah. <laughs> you would have been right because yeah. that's exactly what they did. Uh But no, it's actually going to be um as revealed on the This Week in Marvel podcast. It will be Saladin Ahmed and Aaron Cooter. Oh, shit. Love yeah. Cooter. I love Saladin Ahmed. Yeah. So um Wh- Saladin Ahmed said, I wanted to take I wanted to only take this job on if I felt like I had a new, unique take on Matt and on Hell's Kitchen. And so that's at the center of this, him and his world. But it's the Marvel Universe. What I've really enjoyed is talking with other editors, other offices, is finding ways through these first couple of arcs we have planned to keep this centered on Matt, keep this centered on his people in his world, and to bring in a very organic and surprising fun way some familiar Marvel figures that I think are going to blow people's minds when they pop up on the page. Okay. Um, um, I like Saladin and Ahmed. I think he's done quality work. Mm-hmm. His Marvel run has been unsung in the sense that not a lot of people have talked about what he's done, but the mm-hmm. Miles stuff was solid. Yeah. Uh, the Miss Marvel stuff was solid. And so I feel like this is a, weirdly, a step up because of the yep. expectations of a Daredevil book. Yeah, yeah.
1: Daredevil consistently, I, I think out of all Marvel characters, Daredevil throughout his history since the... The 80s has had like creators doing their best work. Um, mm. and it, it's been you know outside of like Shadowland and Andy Diggle, sorry. Um, it's been pretty consistent even since like Brubaker.
2: <clears throat> Damn, I gotta do my man Diggle like that.
1: I don't, I don't mind Diggle. Um, but yeah, his, his Daredevil was interesting.
0: Tyler, <laughs> do you do this on purpose? What you, you bring up. Every time you bring up Diggle, you bring up Shadowland, like you just want to attack me. Oh, are you a fan? Yes, we've done this. Do you I, don't remember? I,
1: I always I keep forgetting because it pisses me off. <laughs> um, but yeah, Saladin Ahmed's good. I I, I really love Cooter. Um yeah. Cooter's work on uh uh Avengers most recently, um the Avengers Forever stuff, Jason Aaron's like culmination. Uh mm-hmm. Cooter did Al Ewing's uh, uh I believe it was Al Ewing's Guardians of the Galaxy. Um, so yeah, Cooter has like gripping artwork that you know I just want more every time.
2: So. Yeah, this is these are uh, Dan says here in the chat. This is a like top shelf book, and these guys are getting called up.
1: Yeah, yeah. that's how it feels. Yep. Yeah. From NXT to
2: Raw.
0: Oh, uh, and Abbott. Yes, Abbott by Saladin Ahmed. Absolutely incredible. Um, might might have been the first thing I saw him do. Uh tremendous work. Absolutely loved it. Uh Classy Ulysses says, get the writer who wrote Thor three and four for the comic run. Fans love comedy Thor. Ay, 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 please. First of all, it would cost them what they pay all their writers is what it would cost to get Taika Watiti to do that. And then also it would probably not be very good. Yo, because who, Thor VR be for that it. though.
1: Yeah, uh, put Jeff Lovel-
0: Loveness. He's uh he's he's free right now. <laughs> no, don't do that. Please don't do that. That that was secretly that was Marvel's best news of the week. <laughs> I just didn't include it because yeah. I don't want to talk movies this week. But yeah, um I I completely agree. So that's fantastic. Happy to see that. How do we feel about the fact that we're gonna get yet another tease of Jonathan Hickman's gods? In one-page stories across the Marvel Universe. Oh. So in starting in August, we're going to get one-page teases. And it's not clear whether or not the teases are different in each one of these books. I think they are, but I don't know. Um, but uh, we're going to get a tease in Immortal Thor, number one, the aforementioned Immortal Thor. Uncanny Avengers, number one, which is now a five-issue miniseries. Um, Moon Knight 26, Venom 24, Guardians 5, Scarlet Witch 7, Fantastic Four ten, and Doctor Strange 6. So All each of those will feature a one-page story that teases the incoming gods book by Jonathan Eggman and Valerio Schietti. What do you
1: think the method behind those books is? Just high-selling high, high, high books?
2: Are um,
0: they tied in?
2: Yeah, that makes sense.
0: Yeah, I, I don't know about a tie-in. I think they probably chose books that Either they feel will do well, or maybe could use a little bit of a bump. You know, I don't necessarily care to buy Scarlet Witch, but I might now that I know there's going to be a one pager in it.
1: I'm excited to read Scarlet
0: Witch because
1: uh, a friend of the show and noted uh, Steve Orlando hater Matt Murphy said it's good. So word the wild thing to see in the Discord. Yeah, um,
0: I don't. I, like this. Sorry,
1: I don't like this. Go ahead. What? I don't wanna I don't wanna have to figure out uh, uh I don't want like an event style checklist of what I have to read to know where all these different stories are. Are they interconnected? Is there are they, you know, is it continuous? Do I have to read Moon Knight before I read Scarlet Witch? It it's too much work. Just give me the damn book.
0: Like I said, I don't know that they're different. I don't sure. I cannot confirm sure. that. Fair. But if assuming that you're right in that, I agree with you. Yeah. Um I like when Marvel, you know, builds towards things. That's my favorite thing in comics. It really is. Um, But this feels a little weird. Like, if each one of them had the same story in it, Fine. that would be cool. Because Fine. then that yeah. means, hey, it's a spread of, of books. You're likely to be buying one of these. You'll see the story. It's actually an ad brilliant. at that point. Yeah.
2: Yeah, yeah. yeah. If they're- I, I, Go ahead. I would think, say, I think that makes much more sense, is sure. we know that these are they going to be big titles or are big titles. People are picking them up. Let's put it in here because it makes the most sense if we want to get some internal buzz, like hit the readers that we know are going to be somewhat interested or going to see the advertisements inside, then I think that makes sense. I If they do separate pages, like separate story pages, that's going to be confusing too, because then we don't know like, is there an order? Do I have to, that, that feels like too much work on the part of
0: editorial and like the, the printing end. And and all these things we're saying make me feel like it's probably likely that it's just going to be one story, yeah. one page, one story uh, across these different books for this spread. Cause otherwise it doesn't make much sense, but we will find out uh, presumably before August, but certainly in August when these books release, um, I'm excited for gods. Yeah, same. And I hope they, do this in subsequent issues
2: where they tease out another page and another page because then that feels like something that Marvel hasn't had or DC even hasn't had for a while where we're teasing stuff. Yeah. Marco where, wants. Where,
1: yeah. You want to be edged into your. Yeah, bro. <laughs> get,
2: get me to the point
0: and then give me the book. And then and cancel it. <laughs> That's and how by Marco the way, sticky pages and all. No, these are new pages. These aren't, oh. yeah, these aren't like teases from the book. These are pages that are being specifically written mm. and drawn oh, for this. Okay. Yeah, so sick. Strangely, cool.
1: I'm more excited for more Sheedy art than I am more Hickman books. Yeah, I'm, I'm excited to see some more Sheedy.
0: I know what you want to happen there, yeah, Tyler, and yeah. I'm not giving it to you, so I'm <laughs> going to move on. No, I'm being I was completely saying. genuine. <laughs> <laughs> okay, all right, yeah. then I will engage you. Um, Am I more excited to see Skady or or Hickman? I mean, I'm 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 obviously more excited to read it. Fair, I,
1: yeah, I know where your yeah. alliances lie. Yeah, 100. Yeah, percent
0: I'm a
2: fan of looking of seeing some more shitty art.
1: There, there it is. All right. Yeah, all right. we get,
2: we got it. All right, we can we can move on, Sean. We well,
1: we already stopped talking about Miller, all right?
2: Yeah. <laughs> oh,
0: <laughs> damn, damn. Uh, uh, right. Good callback though. Anyway, I um, so we talked earlier about Rom V. And how he'll be joining the show June third, 10 15 AM Eastern. Well, we're gonna have something new to talk to him about because it was announced that Rom V and Felipe Andrade will Felipe. be releasing Felipe, excuse me. Uh Felipe Andrade will be releasing Rare Flavors. They've got a new title coming from Boom. Um, and so it is a book about food. It's a book about food. Ooh. Um I'm assuming cooking, all that kind of stuff. That reminds me of there was this great—I thought it was tremendous—book um, about a food, a cooking competition. Um, I feel like it was written by Brian Wood. I don't remember, but it Dude, was. Dude, this so sounds rich. so familiar. Yeah, it was really great. I loved it. Um, but if it's about Brian Wood, it must Starve. Yeah, got you. Yeah, that was Brian Wood. Yep. Yeah, that was awesome. Who was the artist on that? Uh, that? Let me see. I'll pull it up. Uh,
1: anyway, um, Marco, this guy in the cover—that's uh, got to be like he's related to one you, you or me,
2: right? <laughs> Maybe oh, Dan- Daniel Daniel Zed- zegels Okay, I don't. I don't. Uh, I'm not remember.
0: sure. Um, but yeah, so we're going to get our first tease of this in an Ashcan that Boom will be putting out. Ashcan. Um there yeah. we go. That's been a while. Uh so that'll be out in 2023. They say that it will never be reprinted.
2: Oh shit. Yeah.
0: Yeah. So, I
2: mean most Ashcans aren't yeah, it's, right, it's
0: like yeah. a one-time thing and then they're gone. This is this is the solicit, the Eisner, Harvey and Ringo Award nominated team of Rom V and Felipe Andrade make their celebrated return. And you can get a first taste in this exclusive Ashcan edition tantalizing your senses with this a moose boosh. Never got it. Yeah, a moose boosh. introducing this creative duo's next masterpiece, marrying the supernatural Indian cuisine and the cutthroat world of chef driven celebrity in what will be the most talked about new comic of twenty twenty three. That sounds fun. Dude, Yo, I'm a big t-
1: Sleepy Andrade fan. Um his work on like Captain uh Miss Marvel, his work on uh Rocket Raccoon and Groot was phenomenal. Um I still haven't, haven't read Layla Star.
2: Oh dude, that's I got such two weeks to read it. So 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 good. That I I'm gonna do a, a good reread of all of his stuff because that one definitely made me cry. No, At least cry. once.
1: I lack Tear Ducks.
2: Well, and I would recommend for anybody, uh, his other indie stuff, Graffiti's Wall is very, very good.
0: Whatever happened to Radio Apocalypse, though?
2: Yeah, I don't know where that ended Everybody up. Everybody just what, moved on. What, what, uh, what
1: publisher was that?
0: Um, I don't Vault. remember the publisher. It was
1: Vault, and there's Vault. your answer.
2: <laughs> yeah, that was Vault. There, there was a hiatus announced, apparently, back in August.
0: Yeah, yeah I remember. It just... They never, they never, they left it alone. I think they wanted to forget about that. Um,
1: that's vault for you.
0: wasn't a It wasn't bad. I, I don't know. Maybe I, I mean, Rom's been very busy since then, so maybe that's what it is. Yeah, yeah. when you get to tech of so.
1: comics, I guess uh, things yeah. take priority. Yeah, yeah.
0: Uh, I'm excited for this. This
2: seems pretty cool. This this creative team is absolutely hot fire. Um, yeah. very very excited. Um, just even this little preview of the art. Man, uh, it looks like they're coming in with a new. I don't know if he's doing something different with colors, but it looks like watercolor. Um, there's definitely a bit more of. It feels like non digital, and uh, I'm I'm happy about that.
1: I'm happy that I get to talk about food and not be ridiculed for it. Once we talk about this book,
2: so
0: you'll still be ridiculed. Don't worry. <laughs> I wish it was like
1: scratch and sniff or something. Give me some kind of sensory thing with this book.
0: Oh, that, that would be
1: such a kind of good cool. idea. Ever since yeah. the the the. Uh, the scratch um, off cover, yeah. The scratch off cover. I'm like, give me gimmicks, give me, give me yeah. weird comic gimmicks. Make me want buy the physical thing.
2: Yeah, That's a good idea. This,
1: this guy does look like he hosts a, a radio show online, though. Like, just you know, he's looking for a Reebok and Nike, you know. But <laughs> what? That's a weird. That's a weird Yo, reference.
0: Yeah.
2: That's such a specific reference. Oh, Marco got it. There we go. Yeah, yeah I'm Hispanic. <laughs> I get that.
0: Yeah. Hey, I and Nike. Too.
2: Reebok or Nike?
0: <laughs> Damn. I'll send oh. it to you after the show. It's hilarious. Yeah. It's hilarious. All right. Fair enough. Well, let's uh, let's close things by talking about the Eisners. The Eisner nominations are out. Of course, the Eisners are pretty much the most prestigious award ceremony for comics, um, at least in the U.S. We know the nominees now. Uh Image and DC got the most noms overall for mm-hmm. their stuff. Um Image had 20 total nominations.
2: God damn.
0: Yeah. Plus six that they're sharing. And then DC had 11 plus five.
1: People are talking so, about the, the downfall of Image Comics and
2: quality. Which is wild, right? Like, they're always... Image is probably the most consistent from a volume standpoint of nominations, but how that translates to the buzz of a book is so different. Like the craft is always there, but whether or not the sales are is questionable. Sure.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Not everything has um, to be saga. Exactly.
0: And when you look at the nominations, right? You look at Clementine. Fantastic. That's a that's a big one. Yeah. Department of Truth, big one. Lonely at the Center of the Earth, which Zoe Thoroughgood got like 6 nominations or something That's like that. That's my book of the year gotta, so far. I got to read that thing, dude. I have it. Almost made me cry. Almost. But <laughs> just empty tear ducts.
1: Yeah, it was just like Yeah, shoot, <laughs> shooting blanks. What else is new? Uh,
0: they got nominated for Philadelphia, Monstrous Rain, so Yeah,
1: Monstrous still going, huh?
0: Nice. Yep. Yeah. Oh, yep. Um while while on the DCN we had Human Target, Nightwing, those books did well. Um and so let's let's talk a little bit about the the nominations. I I pulled a few aside that I thought were interesting. I am not a fan of award shows. Um I feel like they're a bit masturbatory and generally don't reflect what people are interested in in terms of the people who actually, you know, engage with the medium. Sean it's Bartley a anti-masturbation people. stance. You heard it here first, folks. Yep let all the kids know uh so like don't do it you, you know you'll like, go blind no. yeah 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 yeah. exactly best single issue slash one shot we have batman one bad day the riddler mm-hmm. we have mary jane and black hat beyond uh jed mckay nod there with uh cf villa who is doing the art for avengers that's the same creative team for avengers um Philadelphia. Rodney Bars and uh, Jason Sean Alexander. Nice House on the Lake is nominated. Oh, I'm sorry. Whoa, I apologize. I shifted. That's best continuing series. So best single issue, one shot, Mary Jane, Moon Knight, Black, White, and Blood, number three, Star Trek 400, and yeah. A Vicious Circle. Yo, book one. that
1: one, that yeah. one, bro. For yep. one that, book, that got like three noms.
0: Yeah. That was insane. A yeah. Vicious Circle was so good. Did did was that just the one shot? Uh, only the one book has come out so far. Okay. Yeah, Yeah. I
2: have not heard anything on that. I want to just
0: engorge myself on that book. Yeah. Uh, best continuing series. We've got the Daredevil nomination, which is great for them. Department of Truth, Killadelphia, Nice House on the Lake, Nightwing, and She Hulk. Hell
2: yeah! Nice House, really? Oh, I think it's fair.
0: I, think it's a fair. I I think it's fair. We've had gripes on them but that's cuz we read every
1: single issue. We're gonna find stuff to to nitpick. Sure. Sure. Yeah.
0: Nightwing and She-Hulk are surprises. I'm not talking about quality just because uh you know, I feel like those are more ge- general superhero comics like more what you expect them to be. I don't think they're transformative, which I feel like generally for superhero comics to get this type of nomination, they have to be very, very, very good. Like better than, better than
2: good. I, I think for at least for like continuing to read Nightwing. I think the consistency of quality has been yeah. there. So like every issue is just that was so much fun. I cannot wait for the next one. And also
1: one. Redondo, what he's been doing with panels and special yeah. issues, POV issue, continuous page issue. It is yep. I think transforming the medium in a sense.
2: Yeah, he's he's pushing She-Hulk, boundaries to some degree.
1: I would say She Hulk is the covers fantastic. Um and the character work is very good in that book. Rainbow Rowell is on that, right? Yeah. Um, she's unsung. Uh, I think a very good writer. Her um,
0: time is coming.
1: Uh yeah, yeah. I would say it's it's here for the people who are paying attention. But like her stuff on like Runaways and now She Hulk, very good. Um, so one one of my favorite non comics writers getting into comics
0: seamlessly. I got Daredevil winning here. Continuing or a uh... continuing series, yeah,
1: yeah, maybe.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: I just want to uh, see I'm Chip's
1: acceptance speech. That's what I want to see again. Those
2: <laughs> that's
0: what that's why he wants the W. Um, best limited series, we have Animal Castle by Xavier Dorison and Felix lep Yo, uh, genuinely, I don't think anybody else reads this book.
2: Phenomenal. Uh, um, I've never heard of I've it, heard it's, of it yeah. uh, it's uh, I believe, French publisher. Uh, a blaze and they're doing crazy work. The artist Felique is uh, on like oh, gorgeous, gorgeous this. watercolor. I think they're gouache or something. Uh, I just wanted to rant on this one. That was it.
1: Dude, this is gorgeous, man. This it's is a Marvel book. This is why you're on the show. But yeah, this is very awesome. So um, uh, Black Sad style.
2: Yep. yep. Yeah. Imagine that art style and character work in the same way.
0: We also had Batman One Bad Day, just the series itself nominated. Interesting. Uh, Human Target winner miracle man what the new is
1: it is it, it is new issues right now unpublished issues where we're in that right. space so yeah
0: Oof, that was a doozy uh superman space age so those are the nominees for that human <laughs> target picks.
1: yeah we got i gotta go human target on that that's yeah
0: easy yeah oh absolutely. this
1: animal castle i gotta i'm gonna i think I'll buy this right pick now, it up what's our affiliate uh,
2: like? <laughs> go for it i i i think you'd enjoy it uh tyler okay uh
0: and so we also have um best writer uh grace ellis from flung out of space i've never heard of that or them Mm. um tom king and when you look at just the amount of books that they're including and why he was nominated it's just so much uh, what, um, what is it? I'm curious. So they've got Killing Time, Batman, or Batman Killing Time, Batman One Bad Day, Gotham City Year One, The Human Target, Supergirl, One of Tomorrow, and Love Everlasting. Damn, his output is insane. Everything he did, yeah. they basically put in there except Danger Street, <laughs> um, <laughs> pretty much. Uh, Mark Russell's also nominated. Hell yeah. Um, James Tinian, he's got a laundry list of books he's nominated for, yeah. and uh, Chip Zdarsky.
2: Stillwater, yo that gets nominated every year and i every year i'm like i should read that
0: i've never even heard of it
2: it's one of his big it's his big like, it's like indie a detective book. book right it's like his colombo sort of thing right uh, well that's that's, no. that's
0: that's the other one that's um i can't remember the name of that one
2: okay i'm gonna it so up. new burn new, yeah, new, new burn that one. yeah yeah okay. i think this is like a like a horror thing but okay. um uh tyler did you know that mark russell was doing something or did something with humanoids the InCall psychoverse yeah
1: it's the it's the continuation of mobius's stuff right yeah
0: what i have that
1: yeah they, i i they have sent that, that to, to sean yeah
0: wait what the fuck
1: yeah the humanoid sent, sent that one to sean I, I wanted to check it out yeah
2: yo and mark russell's writing that shit yo he's just pulling out the books
0: yeah. dude this is the pile they sent me holy shit yeah yeah, it's insane. Huge shout-out uh, to Humanoids. But uh, Do you have the yeah. ankle there? Nice. The, the I do, yeah. Inkel? Oh, and, yo, yeah, the, in the the Sean. Right so, so good. I'm reading it, I know. I started, um, and then I got this. Oh, damn. Yeah. So, a uh, huge shout-out to Humanoids for that, and they deserve to be uh, nominated. I saw Psychoverse on there. Um, and obviously, Mark Russell's there. Uh, so, yeah, pretty cool. Um, we've got writer-artist uh, Sarah Anderson for Cryptid Club. I don't know who that is. Um, Kate Beaton for Ducks, okay. two years in the oil sands. Uh, Espe for The Pass. Junji Ito for Black Paradox. Uh, and Zoe Thorogood. That's Zoe's thing to lose. Like yeah. yeah.
2: Yeah, yo, Edo's know, I- been kind of like hit or miss with some of his recent stuff.
1: Has he been nominated for an Eisner he, before?
2: Yeah, what, been, Frankenstein, he, I think. Frankenstein, uh, he did. He did one other thing maybe
0: a year or two back as well. Yeah. yeah
1: he's getting that Viz Media money now, so he's good.
0: Weird. And then the last one is best inker or best penciler inker or penciler inker team. Jason Sean Alexander, again. Uh, Alvaro Martinez Bueno, again. Sean Phillips. Bruno Redondo and Greg Smallwood.
2: Damn, that's hard. That's a tough one.
0: For me, it's easy. Uh, for me, it's Greg Smallwood.
1: Yeah. But mm. Bruno
0: Redondo did some really
1: innovative stuff. And, uh, and, uh, and Bueno has just been good. Sure, even though I can't tell who's who. Um, <laughs> and... Uh, uh, who, who was yeah. the other one you mentioned? Second to last, Sean Phillips.
0: No, 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 I do um, know Sean Phillips. Again. Second to last was Bruno Redondo. Before that, Sean Phillips. Okay,
1: I had a brain fart then. That's fine.
0: Uh, Jason Sean Alexander and Martinez Bueno were the others. Okay, yeah. I had a brain fart.
1: Greg Smallwood. That's for me. Yeah, I think I'm gonna go Smallwood. Yeah, it's, that book doesn't just... exist without Smallwood. It's not the same book. Yeah,
0: it literally doesn't exist. Literally. Because the only reason Tom did it was because of Greg. Yep. So, um, yeah, those are the Eisner nominees. I really don't care what the outcomes are. I think it's great for the creators that they get to have, you know, be able to say like, oh, I want a, I want an Eisner. I was nominated. I think, you know, that kind of personal or that kind of recognition is nice Um, personally, I'm sure. But it, it often just feels like a a popularity contest of a certain kind. It's a popularity contest that often alienates what's popular. Sure. But yeah, I, I think well. they've tried to do a better job about that in recent years.
1: I, I remember I have seen a couple of people on a, on on Twitter, you know, some CGers like, you know, like, oh, Cyberfrog sells thousands of copies and I've never even heard of these books. Why aren't they nominated? And I'm like, it's it's a quality thing. It's not a it's not a sales thing. It's not a popularity thing. It is a crafting quality thing. Uh, because craft quality does not necessarily translate to sales.
0: Sometimes, as it may be, that is one hundred percent true. And then, hopefully, for the books that people don't really know about, yeah. uh, having this yeah. nomination or winning will turn people on. So, let's uh, let's take a look at the comments uh, as we wrap up. Comic um, Boom says, "Go ahead."
2: Sorry, but before we uh, move off Eisner, one last piece. I just wanted to do a shout out to Tori Amos, Little Earthquakes, the graphic album. Um, I have a friend who actually worked on that one, uh, Desi Draws on Instagram. So just shout out to them because the real good stuff there, they follow a a Neo Gaiman and um, I forgot the artist, but they're following one of their pages and they have a short in there. So uh, go pick it up if you can. Is that a...
1: A graphic novel based on the album, the Tori Amos album?
2: Yeah. Yes, bro. Yep. That's awesome. I love Tori Amos. Yeah, dude. I, I highly recommend Sean, it. you are uh,
1: you, you, you a Shania Twain fan too? No. Oh, okay. I was not
2: <laughs> the, uh The uh, it apparently has a story alongside a few other people. So I think that should be
0: done more. Comic Boom said, Image is consistently the best despite mediocre sales. Yes, absolutely. I feel like they're, they, they, are great, but they've lost out on a lot of the books that would have been hits for them 10 years ago. Like, uh, you know, Something is Killing the Children inevitably would have been an image book 10 years ago. Yeah. Um, And so that's, I think that's really what the hit they've taken. Not a quality hit. Yeah. Uh, Yeah. Great to see Tom getting nominated. Absolutely. I think that's inevitable. He's just that damn good. Uh, Aaron Ruiz. Clementine? Yes, from the game. Um. Human target was epic level art with great story. Yeah, one hundred percent. Ducks was a great book. I haven't read it, but I've heard of it. I don't know. I don't know what it is, but uh, K B Inn's great. Good, good, fun cartooning. Oh, okay. Nice. Yeah. So that's our show. Thank you guys for listening. It's been a doozy. We've come a long way from how we started this episode, talking about the the, the Spider Man controversy. I want to hear all your thoughts. We want to hear your thoughts about this week's episode, what we talked about, all the controversy. Lots of ways you guys can share that with us, so you know how to do it if you want to reach out and share your thoughts. Huge shout-out and thank you to everybody who watched us live and commented. Really appreciate it. It means a lot. Still here and you haven't liked the video, please do like it. Subscribe on YouTube. Helps us out a ton. Um, if you want to super chat before you head out, we appreciate that. Two weeks out from the Rom V interview. June 3rd, typical start time of 10, 15 a.m. Eastern. So come ready for that. We're looking forward to it. Patreon.com slash palace is the best way to support us. You're getting a lot of bang for your buck. Uh, We're we're giving you guys a whole show over there that you've probably never heard of. You get to vote and influence, you know, our actual content direction, which is cool. Um, There's a lot of stuff over there. So just check the website out if you haven't. Um, and uh, give it a look see if there's something there for you join our discord server to continue the conversations that start here Um, if you want to watch this live that's every saturday at 10 15 a.m eastern thursdays at 6 p.m eastern for pals polls the vote uh for the, the 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 pals polls listener poll is up so go ahead and vote you know vote for what you want uh, to see take it. Let me let me just do a quick check. Josh, see Josh Williamson what... uh is is, is getting uh the, the Williamson
1: fans to get us three Green Arrow number two.
0: Did he did he tweet it? Or well, uh,
1: him and, and the uh, uh, Sean Isaacs tweeted it, yeah.
0: Oh wow, well there you go. Yeah, Green Lantern or Green Arrow rather is winning um, by quite a bit. Uh but uh, City Boy is up there too. What, what I... book? What book? Mark City 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 Boy. City Boys! There we go. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Yeah, we're the 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 creators are, are noticing us and and uh, tweeting those out. So um, if anyone wants to actually come on the show and talk to us, uh, feel free.
0: Listen, someone someone get Greg Pak to tweet out our 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 poll and retweet the City Boy piece so that we can get that one. Yeah, that's what I want to read next week. And if there's mm-hmm. a tie, we might have to read both. So, <laughs> oh no! <Ooh>. <laughs> <laughs> wow, Comic Boom! I'll definitely not be asking him that but, we'll uh, ask
1: off camera <laughs>
2: <laughs> <laughs> off the
0: record all right marco plugs thank
2: Ooh. you so much for tuning
0: into another risky risky two words Pals. <laughs> <laughs> there.
2: there damn um i uh, follow me on instagram and twitter at mr marco Animoto come talk to me about my ever uh My ever controversial takes on AI because uh, I've been watching the I'm I'm watching the Congress conversations, bro. I want to see what Sam Altman has to say and how our inept government is going to put forward no ideas because they don't understand what this shit is. So I'm curious to see how stuff devolves. Otherwise, we have have, Uh, have
1: congressmen who uh, didn't realize they were not in Congress from being sick. uh, Still in there. They're like, yeah, I was here. Like, no, you were in the hospital, lady. Come on.
2: Uh and come talk to me about um that's it. That's all I got going on right now. Maybe some anime stuff here and there, but I've I fell off one of the shows that I had most recently. So catching up on comics otherwise.
0: Tyler?
1: Uh you can follow me at the Tyler Olson on Instagram and Twitter.
2: Um
1: I just uh I just uh uh, uh I'm, I'm a new convert to something called Spotify, I believe I'm pronouncing that correctly.
2: What were you using before? No.
1: Apple Music. I was using Apple the, Music. Oh Hell Apple. yeah. Um, <laughs> because
0: yeah, use... I use Apple Music too. Yeah.
1: Well I realize I'm 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 I have Apple Music for free through my so I have both technically. Um oh. but Spotify's uh music discovery is very good and I like it it uh, Spotify's social uh integration. You know, like I can, you know, see people can see what I'm listening to on you yeah, know, like yeah. Discord and uh which could be a bad thing. But like, oh this guy listens to way too much hyper pop, jeez. Um. Yeah. Yeah. It's neat. It's neat. So, if you guys have uh, music recommendations, let me know.
2: We got a whole channel.
1: I know. I should get in there. I. I. I, I avoid it. You know. I'm busy listening to uh uh the <laughs> the Disney Adventureland uh uh queue playlist. It's a relaxing thing for my workday. Okay. Unreal.
0: <laughs> As for me, uh, I'm so between preparing for you know interviews that we've got going on and you know, research that I'm doing for certain things. I'm buried in comics. Ooh. Um See, do I so, smell a sequel? Huh? Do I smell a sequel? Maybe. Okay. I think I think patrons might find out something though really Ooh, soon. Okay. Oh tantalizing. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So that's that's pretty much me. Uh and if you want to talk about comics, Twitter and Instagram only at Sean Soapbox. Thank you so much for listening. We really appreciate it. We will see you guys next week. Until then, take care. See you next week, dude. I thought that was kale.
1: That was pretty decent <laughs> impression. <laughs> I looked away and I heard it. All right, see you guys. Bye.